Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yay! Welcome in, everybody. Yes, Friday before it all gets started. Get yourself stretched. Get yourself hydrated. We are ready to rock and roll. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, joining us shortly. All right, Derek, 49 hours until kickoff. All right, let me write this down. 49 hours. hours. We are two days and one hour away from the Eagles and the Lions doing battle One in hour. Motown. Will All you right? be doing will you be doing this weekly? No, this is it. I'm done with okay. countdowns. Eric. Oh, yeah, okay. That one's got yeah. hey, good afternoon, everybody, up and down the East Coast. If you're in the Midwest, uh, the mountain time zone, Pacific time zone, good morning. If you're across the world, I have no idea what time it is. I know London's <laughs> five hours ahead of us. Outside of that, I don't know where I know we've had people from Australia, New Zealand. Germany, um, Mexico, Canada. Yes. So whatever your time zone is, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the case may be. I love it. Yes, to everybody in the uh, in the chat room, I see Rome, I see Fitness Rebel, I see Adam, I see Jabari, I see Gigi, I see Kyle, <clears throat> L.A. Rams. Oh, he's L.A. Rams takes got to be uh, licking his wounds or her wounds today, that's for sure. Oh, my I goodness. I see Jeremy. Everybody, uh, and everybody streaming, everybody listening. What up? We hey, uh, we're happy to be with you today. Yes. Also wanted to add something too. I've been holding this, um, but my gut on one podcast going into its third year will now be moving over to the Jacob Media Sports Network. Nice. Yes. Starting next week, I'm not going to tell you who my guest is, but it's going to be an interesting one. Um, but I'll be doing it. Uh, thanks to uh, you know Joe and Xander Kraus. 
We talked about it. They were on board with it. I'm on board with it. Great platform for YouTube. And you can now see it on YouTube. And of course, you can also get it wherever you get your podcast, audio version, Apple, Spotify, so on and so forth. But Gun on One is coming back, baby. Dude, love it. That's it, man. We just keep growing this thing. This is, it's like the uh, the plant analogy that, that uh, Nick Sirianni rolled out there last year. And we just keep blooming and blossoming. And, and and the roots just keep growing in the branches. Yeah, man. And you know what? That, you know, I'm, I'm a big geography person too. So I want to tell everybody out there and pass the word. Yeah. Wherever you're watching us from today, can you just let us know? I know a lot of you do it on a weekly basis, but I just like to see what people are checking in from. And you in the chat room, can you keep reminding people because we know people join us at 12:30, 12:45, one o'clock, 1:30. Can you just keep reminding people? Let us know where you're checking in from. I'm just curious to see how wide. Our net has grown in a span of what four eight, May, June, July, August? I like a little it. over four months. All right. First one, Rome from Southern California. So Cal, baby. All yeah. right. A little tone from Philly. We appreciate you. So everybody, we appreciate you. Atlantic Whoa. City. Uh Gematria. We got we got uh MJ, uh lives in North Carolina, a South Philly guy, A Thomas from from Miami. What? I don't know if I can what? keep up with this at this point. Brandon DC. This. Georgia. Uh, GG's in LA. Appreciate wow. you, GG. Uh, Doogie is in Vegas. We got Cedric and Charlotte Jabari Vegas. in the ATL. We got Bucks oh County, one goodness. above all Perryville, Missouri. Missouri. Is that right for Jeremy? I'm we saying, got Rochester bro. from we De- all over decoy. The place. decoy and then Look Adams in Collingswood. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Rochester, everybody? central Florida. We got Camden representing. Yep. 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 Montreal. We're what's up? Montreal in the house. We are, baby. we are worldwide as, uh, See? who's that? Pitbull. I told you, man. <laughs> worldwide. Did I just quote Pitbull? Uh, What's this been like, darling? Five minutes into the segment, Chesapeake from Kyle, Santa Monica from Judson. We see everybody. We appreciate you, hey. Montreal from Michael. Um, keep right, reminding so, people, please. Keep reminding people. Yeah, to keep, check it, keep and it cracking. We see from. you. We may not yeah. mention every single one, but we see you. Trust yeah. me. I'll Make see us feel you in the house. Yeah. So, Gunner, last Yo. night, man. Yo. Oh, my as, goodness. We were so excited for this game. And, look, it was a tie game at the half, but it felt like the Bills – we're rolling. Let me, let me rewind yeah. for a minute because we were talking about this yesterday and we're saying, man, how are the Bills two and a half point favorites on the road against exactly. the defending champions? And I think we got our answer because Buffalo in that third quarter said, all right, we're done playing around here. Yeah, okay, we, we let you kind of hang around here. Now it's over. It's dust time. You, you get in the rear view and they smoked them in the second half. You know what's scary about Buffalo? Because I picked Buffalo, uh, B- Buffalo, Kansas City to meet, meet in the championship game. But Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico at one point said that Buffalo on their defense, there were several rookies playing. Yeah. Some of the frontline guys were there. I'm like, if rookies were playing like that for Buffalo, if this team ever gets fully healthy, oh my goodness. Yeah. You yeah. sent rookies after the defending Super Bowl champions in their house, first game of the season worldwide television they didn't play like rookies to me no there was no fear i mean that was a, that was a matter of we have a bad taste left in our mouth at the way our season ended last year against kansas city we don't care who you are we're going to come here how about this derek not yeah. only do they beat them down in, in in very la fashion the buffalo bills fans take over to the point where the rams had to use a silent count in their own place isn't that something because it was so loud that's like an eagles road trip man the Eagles take over people's houses. Unbelievable. It did feel like that. But that was – look, there's so many areas to go. Josh Allen, straight brilliant. I mean, even the first interception was not his fault. He had made one mistake with that one pick. Other than that, 
he couldn't have been better. I mean, he was dealing. He was using his legs. He yeah. was making throws, you know, in, in tight zones and tight windows. Dude, he could throw the deep ball, the short game. He wasn't afraid to take the check down. I mean, it Man. was that was a master class that, that Josh Allen put on last. That night. that that touchdown he threw when he rolled out and he kept Diggs kept oh. going and, and flipped it off 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 balance. Fifty three yeah. yard touchdown and Diggs stumbles and still catches it and rolls into the end zone. Dude, there were seven turnovers in this game. Yep, seven turnovers. Mm-hmm. Now a couple of you know I know I know uh, Stanford got credited for uh, how many picks did he throw? Three interceptions. Yeah, yeah I mean, three. Two, two of more ricochets. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah it happened. Yeah. And then there was one interception where you thought the receiver had the safety made a great break on the ball, stepped in front of him and, and just wrestled it away from him. Crazy first game. But I'll tell you what, we talked about how Buffalo has one of these worst schedules to face in the NFL. After watching that, especially with rookies playing on defense for Buffalo, man, if they can stay healthy, they're going to be a monster this year. Yeah. We, Barrett, we were just talking about the game itself and just the, just the beatdown that was administered. I mean, how about this too, Barrett? They were able to sack Stafford seven times without even blitzing him. They didn't blitz him at <laughs> all. And now, keep in mind, that's part of the game plan because Stafford's great against the blitz. He's, he's a guy who recognizes it and he'll torture you. But you didn't need to. You didn't no. need – I mean, Von Miller on, on the other side no. of the ball, man, that's a big loss. You know what? Some of the perfect com- uh, combination of guys, they have um, they have um, Ed Oliver. Who, Phillips. Who, I, mean, I mean, Ed Oliver is the – Basic compliment like yeah. an Aaron Donald, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what he is. He's a he's a he's a small defensive tackle that moves well, gets up the field, creates penetration. And now that you have um Von Miller on the other side of him, it's the same one two punch that they had in the Super Bowl. The Rams had in the Super Bowl, but they're using Ed Oliver to do it. And then you look at their back end, their back yeah. end is nasty. I told you, I nasty. told you, your safeties are sick. Yep, they are I both of them, man. And then you see the two kids battling it out, trying to see who's going to be the starter. Yeah, you know, you yeah. you got a you got a Christian Christian Bedford from Villanova, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you know um, Elam Elam is, is is playing at high level also. Yeah, yep. I tell you what, I couldn't believe how um, how Davis was torching. I mean, torching the Rams secondary. How oh, about yeah. you ready oh, yeah. for this, guys? Jalen Ramsey targeted seven times, gave up six completions, 124 <laughs> yards, and two touchdowns. Yep. Uh, here's what drives me nuts about him sometimes, though. Like, Diggs, Diggs and Allen connect on a beautiful back shoulder fade down the sideline. Oh, beautiful. The beautiful. Just think a work of art. And and Ramsey's still talking smack. Like, yo, dude, oh, yeah. you're getting your rear end toasted. Right. What toasted. are you doing? Right. Like, what are you talking smack about? Wasn't it like two touchdowns on him all Yeah, he, got, he, gets, he gave up two touchdowns, six completions, and 124 yards, seven targets. Yep. They, they on, went man. after him. I'll tell you on, what, you know, you, you know what impressed me most about Buffalo's defense? And I kept looking at it because initially I thought I was seeing an illusion, was the fact that Buffalo's – Sean McDermott was playing Jonathan Gannon defense with his back end. He had his guys playing off, keeping everything in front of him. Yep, yep. But the speed, the difference was the speed of their back end is ridiculous because when Rams receivers are catching the ball, whether it was the safeties or the corner, they converge in a hurry. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was and, crazy. And he, tru- he trusts his front. I mean, he, he trusts, trusts his guys front. up front. I Look, I, Eagles fans may not love to hear this. I think Jonathan Gannon is going to employ the same thing. I think he's going to trust his guys up front to get home, and I don't yeah. think he's going to ha- – 
I don't think he's going to bring a ton of extra pressure. That's why. Least... That's why they got seven sacks and didn't have to blitz a lot because the back end did his job. Yes, you, you may, I mean, you may you... have something on that, Rob. You may have something on that because they just they just interfered with his ability to step up in the pocket, which yes, every quarterback yes. hates. They got penetration up the middle. You know, they believe yeah. in their front four getting pressure, and, and they the did. Phillips, oh my goodness! I, I mean, uh, you know, and and I can remember when he was I mean, Greg. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Greg. Oh, uh, Rosso, I think he came from yeah, um, Rousseau. Rousseau. Yeah. Was he Miami guy? Wasn't he from Miami? University yeah. of Miami? Can you man, you see the pressure he was getting off the edge? And then uh Jones and Oliver pressing the pocket, and then you got Von Miller now to get around. Mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna be trouble for uh for for the Rams Stafford? on the yeah. left side. I, I knew it, you know. Note yeah, having Whitworth out of there, yeah. Notebone couldn't do anything. I mean, he couldn't stop anybody. He he he's just a young guy. He's going to be good later on, but right now he's he's going to be somebody they got to bring protection to and help him out, slide the protection, whatever yeah. they can do to help him out. But they left him out on the island way too much. And this way isn't writing the Rams <clears throat> Rams off by any stretch. Oh but no, 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 no. It was more no. of you know Buffalo is real and the hype is real and and, and they are going to be. Amazing. I will say this about the Rams. They clearly uh, miss Von Miller. They clearly miss Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup still played phenomenal, but he didn't have much help. Allen Robinson was a was a total non-factor. What, what, what was his number one? He, what, 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 I, I yeah. didn't see his number He's called so many times. I'm telling you, Barry, he was nowhere to be found. And, hey, Good, man. and no run game. No, no no run game whatsoever so it becomes the Stafford show and when that's the case you put him in bad spots man he'll make mistakes he had the second most interceptions behind I think Trevor Lawrence last year, last year. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. so dude that's this gonna kid, happen this kid named Jordan Phillips who's 6'6 330 they yes. have him listed as a DN but this dude was playing in a in, oh. in playing attack you see how many times he collapsed the middle of that pocket beast absolutely absolutely Absolutely. Oh my goodness! And the speed in which the, the front front four were getting up and down the line from Vaughn Miller to Oliver to Phillips, it's no wonder the Rams only had fifty two yards rushing. There were no holes. I These know. dudes were all over the place. I just really like what McDermott and Frazier and and props to Ken Dorsey who stepped in for Dable and I thought did a really good job. Man. Oh like, my goodness! They were called a great game. He really oh, did, man. And I and I this, this is where I give Josh Allen credit. Yes, he, he hit some deep shots, and we saw some amazing throws. He was more than willing to just, all right, I'm going to dump it, man. Nothing's there. Okay, yes. let my running back get me seven, eight yards. No well, problem. I if you guys remember uh, in, 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 in Miami, everybody's talking about, you know, when the head coach said, oh, he may have had his best um, practice since he's been there, since he's been there. Right. That's exactly what he was talking about, those mm-hmm. type of plays. When you live to fight another day, hit the check down. Trust your athletes. Make, they can go out and make some plays also. When the read is not there, don't try to force it. And when you saw the um, opposing quarterbacks compare Allen, you know, mm. to Stafford, Stafford tried to force the issue. He tried to thread the needle way too much, and that's why it was a lot of picks. Throwing the ball, you know, trying to get the ball there. Guys couldn't catch it. Things went over their head. Those were when, you know, things happened that, that you know, really shouldn't happen. When you look at Josh Allen, I really underestimated how good that kid is. I knew he was good. But everybody on this MVP hype and all, I'm like, no, come on now. I mean, we're talking about Josh Allen. Well, hey, I am I am very wrong in my assessment. That was legit. I'm yeah, telling he you, is. He, he is legit. He's transformed into, I think, what we hoped Carson Wentz would be. Yes, you exactly. Know, same sort of build, 
big, big Ah, dude, you know, agile for, for that size and all that, but he's harnessed it and, and been willing to be coached in a way. That's it right there. Willing to be coached, willing to listen. Yeah. Willing to say, I don't know it all. Yep. Hey man, that dude, he was six, five, two, he dragged Bobby Wagner in the end zone. But that one touchdown. How about the stiff arm, Derek? Stiff arm, arm, man. He dragged Bobby Wagner into the end zone. I knew he was. I know that, but he's got some quickness too. That was disrespectful, man. All his throws, (laughs) all of Josh Allen throws are hard. He's throwing fastballs even on the short routes. Yeah, he's got. But it's right where the every throw was right where the receiver could get it. Yeah, the DB couldn't get it. For the well, most the kid part. Davis exploded in the Chiefs game last year that they lost. Yes, and yes, he, he just picked it right Deep back threat. up. Yes, yeah, he's 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 all right. Remember me? Uh, you know, you're all talking about Diggs, and Diggs was great too. Yeah, but yeah. I'm here too. So, uh, wow. you know, yeah, Central Florida, yes, six foot yeah. two ten. Was it Gabriel Davis? Speed. Yeah, Gabriel. Yep. If, if I had one issue, you guys could think I'm nuts. If I had one issue with the Bills. Why is Allen running when they're up 21 points late in the game? Dude, hand it off. What like what are we doing here? The fourth quarter hey, when man. that thing was over, he ran a read option. Whoa. Man. Man. What are you doing? We're on a Call read option. A handoff with no option for an audible. Okay. Yes, I don't dude. need him getting hurt in garbage time. If, if hey, you I know had what? one issue. I gotta give props to your temple grab, bro. Deion Dawkins grab. is the man. Bald. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a pro bowler. Yes. He's he's legit. Temple zone. Bald out. Yeah. He's really good, man. He's yeah, been yeah. really good since he's gotten there. I mean, he well, is. Yeah, he's, he's he's made the Pro Bowl the last two years. Yeah, yeah, he's legit. They they have they have Matikavich on uh, special teams. They have a couple Temple guys. Yeah, uh, man, that's, that's, un- that's unbelievable, man. I mean, yeah. I'm just sitting there. Okay, I know it's the first game. The Rams are going to be okay. You know, they, they'll be all right once they figure out a few yeah, things. Um, but what Buffalo did, they turned the ball over four times and still won by 21 points. Yes. <laughs> Right. I mean, are you serious? I mean, how often me? does that happen? It's it's usually the opposite. Never you usually lose by 21 when that's the case. Have, it never yeah. happens. Doesn't yeah. happen. Doesn't happen. I felt dude. bad. You know, Dalvin Cook's brother, his first carry, he fumbles. That's that's that yeah, can't be yeah. easy, you know, from, well, from a psychic think, standpoint. I don't I don't think they're gonna I, I don't think he's worried about it. You see on the side, I don't think he's worried about it. No, I don't think he's no. worried about it. They're gonna give him an opportunity. But I mean, just like but Devin Singleton. Yeah, I told you, man. I, I, how long have I been preaching hide and poor you? Hide and poor you. When right, Green bro. Bay let him go, when Green Bay let him go, I said, "What the heck are you doing?" And they Eagles admitted, let Poyer go, man. Yes, the Eagles let Poyer go. They gave him no chance at all. No, that poor kid. And uh, all he's done since he's got under Sean McDermott's tutelage, he's gotten better and better every year. He, he's, I think they, I think he was the first team All Pro, and Hyde was second team All Pro. Right. Yep. yep. What yes. else could you ask for? No, I mean they're they are set back there. They they and their corners are phenomenal. They're, you know they're yeah they're. Uh, Look, and man, dude, they're, they're as all, advertised. Bro. They're all short tacklers. Yeah. Did you see them wrap up? Nobody bounced off them when they hit you. No. No. They made sure they stuck you. Buffalo's nasty guys. They are bro, not going at all. Yeah. And, and but why is there practice? You look at um. You know when you have Travian White. I mean Tredavious White. Tredavious White. Yeah. Yeah. Tredavious White. That's on 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 the PUP list. Yeah. And you got guys fighting and scratching and clawing to, yes. to get reps in his position. Yep. Yeah. You know, Benford and Elam, both of them trying to get the same position, the first rounder and the sixth rounder, battling yep. it out. Yep. That's, that's how McDermott. you know your team is getting good, man. Yeah, they don't skip that's the McDermott. That's Sean McDermott, bro. And, I'm, yeah. and I, I've been a big fan. Matter of fact, I text Sean and said, great game last night. He just goes, thanks, d <laughs> He yeah. doesn't say a whole lot. No, he's but, he's just flat line. He's, he's yeah. that guy. But, no, it was, it was, uh, it was fun, man. And it was, that was a great – it was just so good to have. It was such a nice – right around 8 o'clock, you're like, ah, okay. You know, boom, and then here we go last night. Uh, other big story 
NFL wise guys, and we're gonna do a full fledged NFL segment in a little bit. We're gonna do our Eagles predictions for the season. We're gonna give you some picks as well uh, for the weekend and all those kind of things. But uh, the, the the time has come and went. I'm surprised. I'll, I'll call myself out. I thought that the Ravens and Lamar Jackson would come to a deal. They did not. So he's gonna play the year out. Wait, it's not over yet. Friday's not over yet. He he already called. The, the GM called it. Said we're done. We're not. Okay. All yeah. right. So DaCosta, uh, they they shut it down. So he's gonna roll the dice, man. Look, I, I give props to Lamar for sticking to his guns. Okay, yep. Yep. I give props that he's he's willing to bet on himself. All that good stuff. I I really do. But I there's such a you know fine line. It's legitimate a legitimate reason wheel. to be concerned with injury in that league, man. You you're really playing a, a dangerous game. You really got hurt last year. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and does he? push the envelope because this is money here does he push the envelope that he hasn't been paid does he push the envelope and 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 understanding that you know this is this is a big deal man it's, we're talking about over probably about 200 million dollars of guaranteed oh, yeah. money that he's fighting for right 100 so you're and, gonna go out and play yeah and you and you're know, gonna man. you're gonna take a linebacker on which is his style you know fearless yep, yep. the, the other know. thing is I, i'm sorry man I, you got to wonder, is Although, it deal? I, I will say this about Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is not taking a lot of abuse. I will say this. Lamar Jackson is smart in terms of getting down and getting out of bounds. He's yes, not he Josh yep. Allen. Josh yep. Allen likes to lower his shoulder and take on contact. You know, Lamar Jackson is 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 as, lo- as elusive as they come. He is. And he will not take a lot of direct hits. But every time he runs, I'm thinking, okay, don't let this be RG3. Don't let this be an RG3. I just love watching that dude play. Same. And what did he miss? Four or five games last year? Uh, yeah, and that, that was they had a, a lot of issues, but that was a big one. Yeah. And, and actually, yeah. their backup's good. Props. Yeah. Oh, that kid. Huntley's a good oh. backup. I'd be, if I'm a team that needs a quarterback and doesn't have a good draft spot next year, I'm pushing hard for to, to figure something out there. But anyway, Absolutely. that's a whole different story. Uh, I do wonder if his mom isn't repping him if he has a deal. I'm sorry, I, I, I do. If he has a, if he has a real agent, I wonder if this thing isn't done. And I just I hope he doesn't for his sake doesn't get hurt, man. Because this is a it's a brutal league. It is it is a brutal brutal. Well, league. on the other side, I will say if the Ravens have been offering him anything less than what Kyler Murray got. Shame on the Ravens. Agreed. Because because Lamar is a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you put the pieces around him, he can take them a long way. But again, he's going into a season without his top two running backs. You know, so now he's fighting a deficit again. How much does he trust the number three, number four running backs? You know, it, it uh, yeah. never remains to be seen. Yeah, it, it looks like no uh, J.K. Dobbins, at least to start the year. I, right. Last I saw, Edwards was still questionable, right? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, you're right. They're a little bit short there, but I, if I'm Harbaugh in that in, in that offense, man, I got to stay true to the run a little. You bit. Got to, you got to. Oh, you got a to a little bit, not yeah. a little bit, but a yeah. lot. You know, and, and and they do a little bit catch a break, guys, in the sense that, and I think the Jets' defense is going to be way better. But they're playing a Jets team with with Flacco. I don't think you're going to have to score a ton, right? So you don't have to, you know, open things up and, and get crazy here. So I don't know. Happens. Flacco's got a better collection of receivers than they've had in New York in a long time. I don't know. First game of the season, I don't know. You just don't know. Could be a shootout. I don't uh, know. I uh, man, I don't know. I just think he's he's done. But you're, they they definitely have better players uh, than they've had. You're right, right. Like far better players than they've had. Uh, yeah. So we have the kickoff last night of everything getting started and in, in, in a really impressive road win. I, you know, the, one of the thing about the Rams that you look at, well, Buffalo too. I, I'll, I'll start with this one because I was looking at this today. Buffalo. Uh, 
schedule-wise. So they beat the Rams on the road. Yep. They get Tennessee next yep. at Miami, at Baltimore, Pittsburgh, at Kansas City, Green right. Bay. Yep. That's that's their next, yep. you know, that, s- five games. That's what I kept saying. They have the nastiest schedule in the league. Oh, my God. It's man. ridiculous. But you know what? <laughs> After watching last night, again, first game of the season, you know, first game of the season. But I tell you what, I was so impressed with how Josh Allen throws nothing but fastballs and the receivers hang on to him. It was ridiculous. I mean, he didn't throw many. He didn't throw many floaters except that touchdown uh, to Stephon Diggs. Everything else is shoot, shoot, and these guys—they're not dropping passes, man. No, no. I mean, and that's you know—it's got to be like that. I I can remember, you know, being in 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 Pittsburgh, and we would go weeks at a time without dropping a pass in practice, in practice, let alone the game. So. Josh Allen just, I mean, he's taking it to another level. You know, I know this is game one, but his maturation from two years ago is oh my goodness. unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I'm saying there's hope. There's hope in Jalen Hurts turning the corner and, and becoming. Because if you compare who they are at, at the same points of their career. Yeah. Before Josh had Diggs, he was just a pedestrian quarterback. He True, got yeah. Diggs, made yeah. him a better player. True. So I'm hoping that AJ Brown, in addition that, you know, already of last year's, um, you know, uh, 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 last year's being out there and having a dominant number, well, I call him one A. Yeah, he is Smitty. Right. It it gives him, you know, it opens up everything for him. It gives him confidence to throw it out there. There was no confidence in throwing to Jalen Rager. No, no and that's that's why you never write a guy off at 23-24. And, right, and there's just right, exactly. there's too many people that have done that with Hurts. Now, it may turn out that he just doesn't, you know, he 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 can be good but not great. He can be a Tannehill but not a not an Allen. It may turn out that way, but at least let's see this year. I think he's owed this year from an experience standpoint. Last year's the first year for him as a full-time starter. First year <laughs> at, at 23 years old. It's the second year in the same system for the first time since he was a senior in high school. So, yeah, you know, Let's see. And to Barrett's point, adding a, a beast like A.J. Brown. I mean, come on. I forgot that Josh Allen was the MVP runner-up in 2020. Yeah. You look yeah. at his numbers from 2020, and you're like, oh, my God, 37 touchdowns, 10 INTs, over 4,500 yards passing, almost 70% completion. And his numbers were down last year compared to 2020. He was still a beast last year. Yeah, and they were down. But then then you look at the way they leaped up in the playoffs. His playoff numbers were insane. Oh, my goodness. What was he have? Nine touchdowns, no interceptions, something like that, something crazy yeah. like that? Yeah. So the moment isn't too big. I mean, that's one thing you feel good about if you're Buffalo. You, you know, if you get deep in this thing, that, that he's not going to he's not gonna shrivel up. That, you know, that's for sure. All right. So we're going to come back. We're going to dig into the Eagles here, guys, um, and, and kind of look at this matchup. Because I've moved here. I've told you guys that I felt like this was going to be a really close field goal kind of game. I'll tell you what's kind of pushed me in one direction or the other a little bit. Okay. I need to know uh-huh. so, and we'll break down you know, advantages, disadvantages that the Eagles may have. We're going to give our season predictions as well. Uh, we're going to jump around the best games in week one of the NFL um, and and – also give out some picks as well. We got all kinds of stuff in store for you. So you don't want to go anywhere. We got plenty more. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Friday. Hope you're doing well out there. Thanks for hanging with us. Let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. I could tell you from personal experience that Jim is somebody that I trust with my finances, with my investments for you know retirement later in life. And I, I went through a bunch of different folks. 
who really were not the right answer for me. And, you know, if you're like me, you're not an expert in this kind of thing and you have a lot of questions and you need things explained to you, that, that's the way I am. Okay. I'm no financial expert. Jim will do that. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business and you need help with your employee benefits, whatever it is, Jim can help you with. And like I said, if you're not sure, just give him a call for a consult. I've entrusted him with my IRA, my 401k rollover, and I couldn't be happier. Give him a call now, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. Or you could email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com, murray dot Jim at principal.com. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on acting. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pond Lee Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging with us on this Friday, Eagles game day. We get you set for Sunday and the matchup against the Lions. So the Eagles, exciting, guys. Man. Huh? Exciting, man. It's just so exciting, I know. man. We you were know, talking I mean, about Yeah. I'm sorry, but I, I, no. I got – yo, we are really rocking as far as, you know, this these commercials and everything, man. It, this is – we're at another level, bro. <laughs> another level, man. My hat's off to, you know, to Production Joe quality is, is big time. Come on, on man. You either go man. big – you know, go, go home, hard man. Go home, man. You know I, I, mean? I love the mu- the music. Sounds like you just sat down in the movies and, you, exactly. and you're waiting for like exactly. a, a trailer or something. It's almost like it's too good for me. You know what I'm saying? Almost too, too good. <laughs> what's for what's me, the man. old line? If, if if a country club will have me, I, I don't want to belong to it. You, right. you know what I mean? I think it's <laughs> WC Fields or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, you're right, Barrett. They are. It's it's exciting, so man. My hats off on. to them. My hats off to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good job out of uh, Joe Krause, our boss, and, uh, and and Xander and Jacob Media for sure. Yes, for sure. Um, so we sit here, guys, and uh, we are you know 48 and a half hours away, but who's counting from the Eagles and the Lions playing? And you look back at this. So the Eagles were nine and eight. The Lions were three thirteen and one last season. The Eagles beat them. You know, really thoroughly 44 to six in the game the eagles enter this thing at minus four over unders 48 and a half um if you go back again last year eagles rushed for 236 yards uh they only threw for 103 didn't really need to to pass for any kind of high numbers here's the thing here's what i think could be the game changer in this game okay because like i told you i thought this was going to be super tight I'm starting to move off of that. I think the Eagles win and cover that four for what it's worth. But the reason being the Lions offensive line is all kinds of banged up. Big V is out. That's yep. a done deal. Yep. Frank Ragnall missed practice yesterday with a groin. Tommy that's, Kramer that's starting center. First yeah. round of start, real good center too. Real yep. good. Tommy Kramer, who I think is is in for Big V, right, Barrett? Yes, uh, on the right, right guard position. Yes. He's got back spasms. He's having back issues. Uh, he he's he's right now not a hundred percent as well. You know, you, you take them out now. They still have Taylor Decker. They still have Jonah Jackson. Uh, they they still have some legit players. Don't get me wrong here. First rounder, Penny Sewell. Mm-hmm. But this was an Eagle team that was able to tee off on that offensive line last year when they were more healthy than they they appear to be going into this game on Sunday. I, I think know. the Eagles' front is going to eat. On Sunday, I think they are going to. It's going to look like mm. to Goff what happened to Stafford last night. Is my sense. You're absolutely right, man. Mm. Great analysis by you. That's why you get paid the big bucks, bro. That's exactly why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah. Um, okay. It's 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 you know you're absolutely right. When in the aspect that this team is still the Lions, no matter what you saw on Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks was just a facade. They showed you all the good stuff they do. You know what I'm saying? They didn't yeah. show the really bad stuff that they are. I mean, it's the reason why they were losing games in the preseason. It's the reason why you saw uh, Indy, you know, just 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 trounce them for the most part. Yes, they're going to be a tough, hard-nosed team. Dan Campbell and Deuce, and those guys would not have any different. But they still have Aaron Glenn at the defensive coordinator. I just can't see him being that guy. Now, why and, is that? Because you've said that before. Why is that? I, I is. He he was he was a good DB, and yep. I'm just trying to equate it to what I saw from him when he was playing. He wasn't an aggressive DB. Mm. He was one of those guys that he was like a gnat. He just stuck around, stuck around, stuck around, and he made plays. And it was a bend but don't break type of mentality, you know. 
I'm kind of thinking he might bring that to the to the you know to the Lions also. You know, he's a nice guy. Like me. I'm a nice guy. I wouldn't be a great offensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One hell of an offensive line coach, but I wouldn't make a good offensive coordinator. And and let's face it too. I mean, they they had a couple of additions, DJ Chark, they, they you know, the draft with Hutchinson and other guys they drafted. So it's not like they didn't add pieces. They added pieces, but it is not enough pieces for the Detroit Lions. They're still yeah. the Detroit Lions. Yeah. yeah. You know, a three-win team. I know they played a ton of close games, but a three-win team that doesn't add a lot of pieces, that has a banged up offensive line, that has a questionable quarterback. You know, I I, I know there's a revenge factor and the Eagles killed them. And, and I know Campbell's going to have the, I don't doubt they're going to be hyped. I think this is a matter of first couple series, Detroit's throwing haymakers because they know that's what they have to do. And you just kind of withstand it. You don't get knocked down. Just take mm-hmm. a couple blows, and then eventually you're better and you're going to wear them out. I think the first half will be like that. I think the first half will be a difference of like seven, eight, ten points, Eagles up. You know, it'll be close. In the second half, all of a sudden, the Eagles will assert their authority, you know, on both sides of the football. Once they figure out what Detroit's trying to do, they'll assert their authority and pull away from him. You said the over-under is 48 points. 48 and a half, yeah. 48 and a half. I think the Eagles will score at least 31 of those points. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, you know, always that first game of the season, you know, it was like the game last night. You know, it was 10-10 at halftime. People are saying, oh, man, we got a ball game. And then all of a sudden, the team that was more prepared pull, pulled away and asserted itself in the second half. I can see a similar situation with the Eagles and Detroit like that on Sunday. You get that same sense, Barrett. Like that's the what's the ebb and the flow of this one? That, that's exactly what it's going to be. You mean they're going to get they're going to get Detroit's hardest mm-hmm. out the gate. Bam! Yep. They're going to try to hit them in the mouth. But then after that, there's only so much of that that's going to go until your athletes start being athletes, your players start being players, and we have more players than they do. You know, we have more you know playmakers than they do, and eventually talent takes over. You know, this is a talented Eagles roster more talented than the Lions. The Lions just have to go out there, and if they can weather the storm of that first initial get hit in the mouth, then the Eagles will be fine. But if they go out there and hit the Lions in the mouth, it'll be, all right, here we go again. Mm -hmm. And it's all they have to do off the jump, off the start. If the Eagles' defense can stop them on first down, that was their Achilles heel the past year, two years actually. Mm -hmm. If you can stop them on first down, stop them from running and running, don't let – DeAndre Smith get get loose. Don't let Williams get loose. Stop him on first down. Now you're getting a second and 10, third and 10. There's not a lot of plays you can get for that. Mm-hmm. So if you can do that, you can definitely hold it down. Then you can get your defense off the field. Then you take over with the offensive line of the Eagles. Move the move the move the ball consistently. You know what I mean? And 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 from that point on, you'll take control of the game. And after you take control of the game, this team will eventually go back to being the old Lions again. Yeah, we just got to get them to be the old Lions again. I think, too, like the with, with the other side of the ball, with how good the Eagles offensive line. Look, Hutchinson's going to be a phenomenal player at that level. I, I don't doubt it. But he, he's going against Mylott and, and, and Lane mm-hmm. Johnson. Yep. So, you know, this is not you – no know, disrespect. He's not playing Minnesota or Penn State. You know, he, he's – he. this is going to be – yeah, and he's an effort guy for sure. So I don't think the motor ever stops with him. But it, it's going to be a – Big time challenge for him in his very first NFL game going against those dudes. I mean, he's facing Absolutely. two killers out of the shoot because they line mm. him up all over the place. He could be left side, right side. He's he's not one who cares what side he's on, bro. But it doesn't and, matter. And you've heard what they said about uh, Landon Dickerson. 
Yeah. Lana Dixon, they said Lana Dixon is the most improved player they have. Yeah. The most on that, improved on that line. Off his line. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So you're talking about that. Then or you move him over to the right side. All right, we have our all pro um, right tackle. Or then mm-hmm. move him back over to the other side. We're going to let you beat up on Malata a little bit. Let Malata tenderize him a little bit. See what he can do. <laughs> After a while, you know, it's going to be, man, I'm tired of getting my head bumping uh-huh. against this wall. I'm tired of this. Yeah. And then you, you try to put him in the middle. Yeah, some DNs will do. You put him in the middle, you got a Pro Bowl center sitting right there. Yep. Right there. You, you deal with up. Kelsey yeah. and Dickerson and, yeah. and say Amalo. So that's hold the, him up, guys. Hold him up. Hold him up. Yeah. That's another guy. Bam. Yep. Bro, we yeah. I just think, do that. Yeah. I just think trenches, man. I just think trenches. And, you know, we saw it last night in that game, you know, who, who won the trenches. It was Buffalo in a big way. And I, I see the same. Yeah. Obviously, the, the Rams are a much better caliber than the Lions, but I see the same it playing out the same way on Sunday with the Eagles. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't think that at that point, there's not a lot of pressure on Hertz. And that's where I think once, once Detroit starts getting demoralized is where you start seeing AJ Brown and Devante and those guys, you know, really start to, to make their presence felt. Look, I know they want to see, I know they want to see Jalen Hurts put up the ball 30, 35 times. But if that running game is anywhere near what it was against Detroit last year, you're not going to see that. There's no need for him to throw the ball 30, 35 times. Right. You know, you might see him throw the ball 22, 23. You know, then the controversy starts, which is unfair because they they basically attack Detroit's weakness. If Detroit can't stop the run, you attack their weakness. And if you're running the ball, you're controlling the clock, you're putting points on the board, there's no need for your quarterback to put the ball up 30 for 35 times if you're running the ball efficiently 30 for 35 times in a game. Yeah, I, well, that, the other thing is, like, I think that, as I mentioned in the last segment, I, I don't know if this is going to be the game plan that Eagles fans love. Mm-hmm. In other mm-hmm. words, I don't think it's going to be perfect assessment, Rob. You're right. Yeah, it's not going to be super aggressive with the blitz, and I also think they're they're until Detroit shows you they can stop the run. Why wouldn't you just bludgeon them on the ground? Absolutely, absolutely demoralize them. That's the worst thing you can do to. And I used to talk to um, you know, when, when I talk to Seth all the time, I said, Seth, what is it to have you know run the ball consistently in the, in, in in the defense game? He said, that's the most demoralizing you can do thing you can do to the defense because when we can't stop the run. And there's no week we can stop it. There's nothing else you can do. Passing, all right, you know, you have a mistake. You can have a mistake as far mm-hmm. as throwing a pick or an errant pass. But if you're just handing the ball off and a back is coming downhill mm-hmm. and you're trying to tackle a back and you're getting put on your back, that's like the worst because now you're getting up off the ground. And as an offensive line, we get lathered up like that. We love that. We love that because now we, we've got you like this. We've got your heart in our fist like this. And we're steady pounding and pounding and pounding and nothing, and they start getting up slower and slower and slower. And you hear them start bitching at each other, hollering because hey, you, 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 you start seeing them, you know, going back and forth. Yeah. I've seen this time and time. We just pounded them, making them like boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Bussy getting, you know, he get he hey, keep going, guy. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, that's you, you love that type of football, you love that type of football. You just get. I'm getting goosebumps. That was that was like a John Madden boom. We got booms in there, and I'm waiting for a traducet to be introduced, man. At, man, at some it's, point. it's 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 going to be. It would be foolish for the Eagles to go in with the game plan, and they're passing it just to open it up, and then they have to take that because I mean you have to understand this. Glenn remembers what happened to him last year. Number one, he's going to stop the run because he doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts being able to throw the ball. 
Right. So he doesn't care about who we have out there in A.J. Brown. He doesn't care about Devontae Smith. He doesn't care about Quez Watkins or, 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 or you know, Pascal. Goddard or whomever, yeah. yeah. He cares about stopping the run. So what do you do when you stop a run? You put an eighth defender in the box. Now, all right, try to run now. Well, last year, the Eagles did that. They ran the ball. So what are they going to do? They're going to man up on the outside and then say, all right, you're not going to run the ball on us. Now, if they can go in and stop us a run against an eight-man front, it's over for this. Game over. Game over. It's over. I can see a scenario where the Eagles, um, you know, we're we're talking about them uh, asserting their line dominance. I can see a scenario where – Sirianni comes out and flips the script as he did when the one series uh, the frontliners played in the preseason game. We're waiting to see the run game. Jalen Hurts threw six passes. He was six for six. He scored a touchdown. I can see that happening and then go to the run game. Yes. You know, I can see that happening also. Try to hit them quick, hit them in the mouth quick, go up top. Let's let's show them what kind of weapons we got right out of the gate. Let them throw six, seven, five, boom, 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 get down the field. They're moving the chain, touchdown. Then you go to the run game and really take their heart out. Well, that that's what if you talk to Joe Banner, and I know this is how Howie feels and how Andy feels and how the Eagles brass feels, but the NFL now is past to set up the run. In other words, get a lead in the passing game, and then you just take the air out of the clock. Yep. That's the way they they view this. Now, oh, yeah. sometimes you couldn't do it last year if you were the Eagles. It just it just wasn't the way you were built. So they had to do it the other way, and they did it, and they got them to the playoffs. Yep. But ultimately, that's how they want to win. They want to kill you in the air beat you down, and then just, okay. That's uh, Andy. No That's clock. Andy. That, was Andy. that was exactly Andy's That theory. was Andy, yep. yep. But I, I can see this team, I can see them going out, and, and I don't think they're going to be that foolish that they would say, all right, we're not going to run the ball just because we're not going to run it, even though we can run the ball. That just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense. Right. And, I, I, you know, and, I, and I, know, I know the OC is a lot smarter than that. You know what I'm saying? He's a lot smarter than that. But I do understand, all right, in the preseason, they have to throw the ball just to show, all right, we need to see if we can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But, hey, when games start counting, you do what you do best. And you work mm-hmm. in a pass or two just to keep teams off balance. You give them just enough that people have to prepare for it. But you know you can run the ball. It's the best thing since sliced bread, man. So mm-hmm. if they can continue to do that, it's only going to make other offensive coordinators, I mean, defensive coordinators like, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, we just go have to strap it up, fellas. Strap it up, because I'm telling you, I can remember going into games, and I can hear them just as clear as day. Man, here we go again, man. Here we go again. Then they start bitching at each other. They start crying and cussing at each other. Throwing the towel. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Throwing the towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, bro. I think the other thing is, you know, you I know it's his second year, but you have Jeff Akuda, who's who couldn't get on the field that much last year, mm-hmm. you know, stepping into a big spot. Now he's the right corner. He's the right starting corner. You know, I don't think this is a great secondary. I think the strength probably lies, you know, in the defensive line with these guys with Brockers and, and Hutchinson. The other thing is as good as he's looked as, you know, in, in his rookie camp here, and he looked great in hard knocks, Malcolm Rodriguez is a rookie. He's so six round pick. Yeah. You know, that you would think if he gets, if Goddard ever gets a matchup with him, man, you know, and or one of these safeties, it, it could be lights out. He may not even touch the field, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. He, he's gonna be a special teams guy. That no, he's a- he's he's starting. Who's he's that? starting for the, Rodriguez? On the, look yeah. at the depth chart; they have him starting as a weak side linebacker. 
I'm looking at the depth chart and I see Chris uh, Board start. Unless they changed it again, because no. uh, the beginning that was of the it. Week. I think it was just for. I think that was just hard knocks, man. That was all hard knocks. I think Chris Board is starts going to be Chris Board, Alex uh-huh. uh, and Zalone, and um, um, uh, and yeah, well, those two. They, they have him at the will, Barrett. I don't know yeah. if that's if that's official, but that's that's what they have him at. Oh, they have the will? will. Yeah, they have him at the will. Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, yeah, you you can see that. They, and I don't know. I'm not familiar. The, the guys behind them are Derek Barnes, Josh Woods. And right. Yeah, well, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at this depth chart. Our, our our lads' depth chart, they don't even have a wheel backer. Well, wheel backer is Chris Ward, but they don't have a strong side backer. They don't have a sandbacker. They have a nickel guy instead of a strong side backer. Mm. So if you look at our lads, uh, that's usually what I yeah, use. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think, you know, we'll yeah. see. Who who knows? I mean, I think there's still some things trying to be figured out at this Yeah, but point. he can play. He's He can play, but he's not he, – he will get rolled up. You know what I'm saying? He'll, he's going to get rolled up. He's a rookie, man. He's going to get rolled up a little bit. Well, this was a game last year that the Eagles led 38 nothing uh, at one point. Yes. And they scored two touchdowns within 11 seconds. One was the scoop and score by Slay against his old team. You know, this was this was a massive just demoralizing – and that, I guess that works one of two ways. You're either so ready to go because this team killed you, or in the back of your mind, you're like, mm, I don't know, man. This team put it on us pretty good. And the Eagles were a mess at that time when they put it on them. Eagles were two and five yeah. coming coming yeah. off the uh, Vegas game where they got killed. No question they, about it. And that's when they started. That's when um, then they say that's when what's his name started uh, became the coordinator. Steichen. Yep. That's when Steichen took over and became the coordinator. He's like, look. I don't care what they say upstairs. We got to do something. We got to stop the bleeding somehow. Yeah. This, this, these RPOs are not working. Defenses know how to stop it. And I remember playing this day. How do you stop it? All they would pinch the end. If you pinch the end, that makes the quarterbacks read. All right, I got to pull it from the running back. So the run back, you know, the running backs not going to hit because they're going to pinch the end. Then they scrape the linebacker to the outside. They scrape that linebacker out to the outside and bring the safety down. That's where the P is for the uh, for the pass. So you stop the run with the slant, you put a safety, and you and you and you um, bring the uh, linebacker around for the pass. Now it's freestyle. The quarterback has a freestyle, so everybody comes in. Why is Jalen Hurts always going out there and just freestyling? Mm-hmm. Because they stopped the run, they stopped the pass. Now you know what I'm saying. The option is you got to freestyle. Mm-hmm. Try to do what you can do, and that's what they did. And it it just didn't work for it didn't work for this offense. Once they just started handing that thing off, and then you add Jalen Hurts and his running ability to it, it's almost unstoppable, virtually right, unstoppable. Let me update you guys on this. So this is from Lions practice today, okay? Um, Frank Ragnow did not pra- – oh, I'm sorry. This is this is from – yeah, okay. Uh, Ragnow did not practice Thursday after being limited Wednesday. Tommy Kramer, who is Big V's replacement, who we know is, hasn't practiced the last two days. So, mm. uh, you know, they're, uh, they're, they have some issues. Uh, it was a, he was back. Uh, Ragnall was back taking part in Lions practice today. He was moving around. He took some snaps, did some limited stuff. So he's doing work, but it's not a full fledged practice. Yeah. You're talking about a groin injury, bro. Uh, that's a tricky thing, man. And you got to hump down. You got yeah, to sit down against a bull rush from, from, from Davis. You not saw just, what Davis not did. Just, not just, not just Davis. <laughs> But you have a quartet of guys you may have to hug. Milton Williams, a big boy. Hargrave, Fletcher. Fletcher, Hargrave, yeah. Oh, you got four dudes coming at you, and they're going to be fresh. And you're going to be dog tired trying to hunker down with them on a bad groin? Uh, uh, uh. No, got to be man. more careful. No. Got to be more careful, man. 
that's when that's when things start. That's when that's when you know things are good. Things are gonna be good this season, man, because things are starting to fall in place already. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the party going. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Let's keep the party going. I can see right now the Eagles going out there, taking that initial wave of just excitement. It's the you know, first game of the season. They're at home, standing room only. You can't even buy tickets, you know, sold out. And they just watch hard knocks, so they think this team is better than what they think they are. And then bam, reality hits them. Hey, by the second <laughs> half, by the second half, it could be like that game last night. Jared Goff may have to go to a silent count because Eagles fans taking over the crowd noise. <laughs> right, I'm right. You, I'm telling you. I've seen it happen many times at Eagles games on the road when the home quarterback has to go to a silent count because the visiting fans are dominating the noise in the stadium. And we've seen Eagles fans do that before. Whoa. Well, What's... what happened there? What the heck was that? Did you guys lose me for a minute? <laughs> no, I saw you I saw you twice on the screen. I don't know what's going on. It's Friday. It's bizarre Friday, man. Look at this. I'm halfway in. That's because it's all it's almost it's almost time, baby. Woo! Look, Xander Game trying time. to Xander trying to kick me out of the show, man. He's going like you can't, <laughs> Get out of there, man. You can't do it, Z. You can't do it. Let me ask you, uh yeah, well, Z, we'll try and get uh Derek fixed here. Um how do you think I was gonna ask you that you you'd segue there we go. You segued perfectly into this, Barrett. How do you see the rookies? I'm talking on the defensive side, the particular uh Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean. How do you see them being incorporated on Sunday? I see Nicobe being on special teams. I don't think he gets right. burned at um regular linebacker. So I mean and you think it's it's kind of the way it's going to be early, at least for him. He's got he's got a long way to go. And plus, you, you, have, show, to, yeah. you have good linebackers. It's not like really he, good. If this I is years it. past, he'd probably be starting. Oh, there's no question about that. Yeah. He'd be the best thing since sliced bread. But yep. man, we went out and got some quality guys. You know, you you got Hassan playing the Sam. Um, White White is going to have a, a Pro Bowl type of year because you're White. Yeah, yeah. And then you got T.J. Edwards still playing. He's going to play at a, at a Pro Bowl level. He probably won't get the the nod because there's some really good linebackers, mm -hmm. but he's going to play at a high level. So then from there, you're talking about rookies. You got Davis. Now, Davis will probably get like 20 snaps, 20 to 30, well, about 20 snaps a game. It's hard for him to get in unless he go to a five-man front. Now, we know on first down they want to play a five-man front. Uh, Gannon wants to be able to, to stop the run. So you put a five-man front. And when you put a five-man front in, yeah. it's great because you don't know who's coming. As far as the offside uh, linebacker esque or the the end, he has the ability to drop both guys. Okay, but then you have them guys screaming out the corner. You can put you do that on pass rounds also. But when you put five men in there, it mans up everybody on the offensive line. You can't slide the line anywhere because mm -hmm. you know it's it's five guys that you have to block. There's going to be eventually somebody's going to come free. You can't throw hot all the time, so you got to block it man on man. So. From a strategic standpoint, that means Jordan Davis be right at over the nose over Ragnow, who has a bum groin. You saw what he did against Cam, you know, Cam Jurgens, our, 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 our second team center. Mm -hmm. Almost put him on his back, driving him back. Can you imagine Ragnow and a bum, um, you know, uh, uh, well, it's, it's probably a hip flexor, a groin, hip flexor, same thing. Right. That's what, if you, if you want to know what that is, if you sit down and do a squat, Right there in your groin area, that that tight like is it, that muscle, like a tendon right there, that's like one of the worst feelings in the world when you're trying to squat and somebody's pushing you and you're trying to stop them. You're trying to kick back and you know it, it's it's tough and you won't allow golf 
to step up in the pocket because yeah. he'll press them all the way back. Huh. That'll be like he'll and and to, to golf is gonna look like everybody's come. There's nobody free. Everybody's you know around him. He gets kind of you know skittish after that. Yeah, he does. He plays. He's skittish looking for the that. dirt. He's exactly. For the dirt. So he's gonna be looking. He's gonna be looking to get it out, and that's where you get your picks and everything from. Well, not only that, you know, B Brooks, but if they go to a five man front. Um, and, and you got Jordan Davis, 6'6", six, six, Fletcher Cox, 6'5". When they get the hand of Goff's going to have a hard time trying to find a lane to throw to to find his hot receiver. Yeah, because yep. you got you some know. big dudes I'm tall. You, man, you, all you got to put those hands up, yep. you're not just dumping it over the middle because yep. you have to put a little bit more arc on that ball. You can't just zip it yeah. and worry about getting the ball batted mm-hmm. down. So, you know, you start arcing it over the middle, all of a sudden you got the opposing jerseys conversion of the ball. Pick, pick. Mm-hmm. And, and then also look at this. It'll be easy for a guy like, you know, uh, Kazir White now to cover um, uh, Hawkinson. That used to be, that used to be like, all right, what are yeah, we going to do? Yeah, you're going panic time. Yeah, uh, before. Oh, man. You yep. know, yeah. But now yeah. we got TJ Hawkinson. You know, we can cast somebody to cover him. And oh, by the way, we also have a DB that can cover him. You know what I'm saying? We got guys that go out there and, and can play. Yeah. So I, I can see, I can see at this point, being great matchups all over the field. You know, CJ Garner Johnson, one on one against TJ Hawkins. Yeah. That's a good matchup. That's I a agree. good, good matchup. <laughs> Tavern Mike's thrown off. It's bizarre. It's <laughs> bizarre world. Tavern keeping Mike. you guessing on a Friday, man. Hey, how about this? A weird, uh, he's okay, mind you. Let me just be clear. But uh, AJ Brown got stung by a bee at practice today. Like, Jeez. <laughs> Like, hey, if that's the worst of their problems, yeah. you know, so be no, it. But, you know. I did see that happen when I was a, a guy on the field, and um, he, he they had to go get an EpiPen for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, really? If you're allergic, yeah. it's, it's yeah. real, man. It's not. It's, wow. I once fell off of a ladder into a bush when I was painting a hotel and, and oh. a whole hive connected oh, to that's my, right. my calf. <laughs> oh. I was, Look, it, was, it was almost, it was, it was almost, you know, you weren't going to be married. <laughs> oh, man. It was almost. Uh-oh. What happened? Rob the froze? Internet. Yeah. Rob's internet's tripping. Wow. Remember he told a story? He told a story about... Um, oh, yeah, about the bees stinging him? Yeah, and his, and his wife, and he had to go see his wife, and <laughs> he was doing the job for oh, his, my goodness, his wife's... Yeah. Uh, um, was her boss or something like that? And he's trying to go over right. her, and he's all stung up by bees, and his legs swell up and everything. Man, <laughs> I haven't been, I haven't been stung by a bee since I was a, a, like a teenager. But there's a, there's one bees. Uh, what do they call those bees? Um, uh, they they look like big flies, but they're bees, and they get they they like bite you. They don't sting you. But oh, you like, talking about horse flies? Not a horse Green fly. It's a, it's a it's a different kind of. It's a bee, a sweat bee. Have you ever been stung by a sweat bee? No. They're called sweat bees, and usually you get them down. Oh, you decided to come back. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what's a, going on. <laughs> but a sweat sweat bee, you know, they'll get on you, and it's more like they bite instead of sting you. Yeah. But it hurts like a horse fly bite. Um, but yeah, um, hey man, look, it's no joke. get no joke, man. See, Jim, Jim G put carpenter bees, but see, carpenter bees, they don't sting you. They, they attack the wood on your deck and stuff. They tear up your woodwork. Yeah, they do. I hate yeah, them things. You're That's right. all right. I got something for them though. I all got right. something. Yeah. You got your, you got your blaster. Man. No, yeah. no, 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 bro. I got this spray. It's, it's uh, specifically for carpenter bees and I get it at Home Depot or Lowe's, man. You hit them with one of those. And the thing is they're menacing looking. But because they look like oversized bumblebees, yes. But they ho- they just hover like helicopters. That's when you know the difference between a, a, a bumblebee and a, and a carpenter bee. They like hover, yeah. And you know they they just look at you. They don't bother you, but they're menacing. I mean, I hit them with that spray, shoot yeah. straight down. 
Bumblebees are assassins, man. They're oh, yeah. just, oh, yeah, they're, they're right in there. All right, so we come back. Expectations, the word that Jason Kelsey doesn't want to hear, but expectations, we can do it. So what we think the Eagles season record is going to be, how far they're going to go in the playoffs, what they're going to do against the division, Jalen Hurts, all the offensive players, all the defensive players, and we're not letting the coaches off the hook here. Sirianni, Steichen, Gannon, Clay, who I know Barrett wants to talk about. Well, we'll hit all the coaches as well. And what our expert, because we still don't know his returning punts, do we? Nope. Uh, am I wrong no. about that? All right. It's the so best kept secret. That's the one. That's the one we're not sure about. All right. We'll do all that. When we get back, don't go anywhere. Derek Barrett, Rob, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Time to tell you about my friends at ProAction Restoration. Say to yourself, what's ProAction Restoration? Well, listen, if you have water, if you have fire, if you have smoke, if you have mold damage to your house, they're the people that you call, right? You get a flood in the house, in the, in the crawl space, in the basement, whatever the case may be, a sprinkler goes off, or any of those kind of things happen in your house. They're the people to call. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week, our pro action restoration. I've gone through it on a Saturday. I called pro action. They got over there quick. They cleaned the place up, fixed the problem. The crew was professional, clean. The price was reasonable. It was awesome. They are the best. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. Again, it could be water, it could be fire, it could be smoke, it could be mold remediation. You name it, they have handled it and they will handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760. Or you can reach them online at ProActionRestoration.com, ProActionRestoration.com. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. The faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. 
With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. We're back. We are Sports Take on YouTube Network on this Friday. We are now, guys, um, 47 hours and 57 minutes away. I know you're. I know you love the countdowns, Derek. I, I, I had to give it to you. The, the ball will have already been kicked at this point uh, on Sunday. That's how desperately I am waiting for this season to start. All right. So uh, let's let's run through it, guys. Let, let, let's start with our predictions. Let's get on the record here. When it comes to this Eagles team, what do we think the regular season record will be for this team? Keep in mm-hmm. mind, they were a team that won nine games last year. They were nine and eight, got into the wild card. We know they got bounced in the first round by Tampa, but they did get into the postseason. Derek, I'll start with you. Where do you think they will be this year once the regular season comes to a conclusion? I have been consistent with saying 11 wins, so I'm going to stick at 11 wins. I think they're going to win a couple of games you're not expecting them to win, and they're going to lose one or two games we're not expecting them to lose. And so when it all balances out, I think 11 wins is very obtainable for this team, which should give them the division title. Okay. B? I'm going going 11 wins also. Um, Just because they're going to hit a little rocky patch here and there, but it's going to be enough to win the division, um, get some home field advantage, but during the, I think during the mid part of the year, they're going to hit a little rocky patch, and you know, and they're going to doubt themselves a little bit. But then they'll come back and be okay, and then they'll you'll get a full head of steam going into the playoffs. And I'm gonna go so far as to say at least make it past the second round of playoffs. Ooh! So I'm talking about mm. you know, the championship game. All right, I like that. Um, I think they win 11 games. I think they win a game, and I think depending on the matchup, they very well, as Barrett just said, could get into the NFC Championship game. I just I look mm-hmm. at the schedule. I think I it's a combination for me, guys, of the schedule of Dallas coming back to earth a little bit, of mm-hmm. a team that's vastly improved. I, even if Hertz isn't great, it isn't doesn't take it to this just crazy next level. I still think they're capable of winning eleven. They won nine. With Jalen Rager as one of your starting wide receivers, with with Jalen Hurts still learning the position a lot more in the first year, with your head coach, with your defense, offensive, and special teams coordinator, with not nearly the talent on defense that they have this year, absolutely two more wins uh, are are not just possible, but I think very likely at least. I, I think this is a topic also we should revisit at the halfway point of the season, whether it's after the eighth or ninth game. 
to see if we feel the same way, lesser or even more so, uh, go for the stretch run. Yeah, I I think we will we will absolutely do that, Derek. There's no question we will do that. Um, and we will revisit this. So yeah, I think they're going to be good. I, let's look at the division. I think fair to say, I think they win the first Cowboys game. I think they lose that last one. It's the third of a back to back to back. Mm-hmm. I think they lose. I don't think that's a good spot on crap. I hate to say it may ruin some people's Christmases. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to do that, <laughs> yep. but I have to keep it real. I think they lose that one. I think they sweep the giants and I think they, uh, they split Washington. So I, I, if that's the case, yeah, that's pretty good. You're four and four and two in the division. Right. Um, I agree with you on Dallas and Washington. The Giants are a tricky one because the Giants, we've all left them for dead. They're decimated on the offensive line, but they gave the Eagles fits last year. For whatever yeah. reason, they just gave them fits. And I agree that I on, on surface right now, I believe they should sweep the Giants, but I wouldn't be surprised if they end up splitting with that team because of the grudge match you know, element between these two. And it is hard to discount division games. They're just kind of write division games right, off. Because right, right. even when one of the teams is bad. It's usually ugly and sloppy and, 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 you know, one play can kind of flip a game either way. A lot of times, yeah. even when there's a way, a talent disparity on one side or the other, we've seen it for years in, in not just the NFC East, but almost any division. It, it can tend to look that way for sure. Oh, no question. We see yeah. it happen every year. Yeah. You know, divisional play, you know what they say, throw, throw the records out the window when divisional opponents get together. Cause yeah, that's some are, of the most I, unpredictable I, games in the NFL. They mm-hmm. are, man. They are, man. And it always seems like your boy. I don't see why Jones wants to cut up on us. You know, he turns into a, a, a you know, a track star against us every time he plays against us. Exactly. I mean, he, ha- he has at least, at least a 50-yard run every time he plays against us, man. I don't understand how Jones does that. But we have the 12th man in our favor when it comes to him taking off, which is the turf monster. The turf, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but then Dallas also, Dallas also. We should sweep Dallas this year. I mean, we already planted our secret weapon down there in um in Dallas in JP Jason Peters. Uh, yeah, good point, bro. I mean, I, I, just being honest, man. Hassan Reddick may have three sacks. Yeah, they're going to tee off. Three sacks. They're going to tee off. I just think I, I, ebb and flow of season that smells like a loss to me, just because of the way the schedule set up. No, don't say that, Rob. Barrett, that's hard, man. You know, I know, I'm, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm I know. Sp- preaching to the choir, but third straight road game. Oof. Well, they swept us the last two years, though. They did. The last Randall. two years they swept us. So we this is our time to turn it on now. Yep. It's our time to go out there with our broom and sweep them. I think the, the other good thing is the schedule allows you to get go. Like I think Minnesota Monday night next next week, I guess. Yeah, it would be yeah, next, next week. week. Yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah. gonna be really hard. Like, I think that's a that is not an easy one. Um I don't think going to Washington is going to be a cakewalk, but I think the Eagles nope. should win the game. Then you get mm-hmm. Jacksonville. I know there's emotions with Doug, but the Eagles are better. And, you know, that Arizona game to me is like a coin toss. I, I yes. want to see how Arizona starts here. I, I'm not yes. sold on them. Uh, by well, any we don't have, he won't have Hopkins, though. He won't well, have Hopkins. Fair. That's true. Because, yeah, Hopkins. the Eagles get fortunate. They're, they're before that six-game suspension is up. You're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we won't have Hopkins. Uh, Monday night, man, this is the first game. They're coming into town Monday night. You know how um, you know how they play on Monday on, on, on primetime games. Not primetime great. games, we're, we're usually better than them on primetime games. Yeah. 
It's so been a bit of a kryptonite it, for, for Cousins. Yeah. yeah, so I think it leans in our favor. Um, Washington in Washington. I don't know if you guys remember, I did my uh, little breakdown on the, on the schedule, and I said that that that's going to be a loss for us. And I, I might still think with yeah. it, man. I, yeah. I, I still might think that, man, because it's going to be hard, you know, going into Washington, number one. Um, number two, remember, they, they almost knocked our quarter. They almost knocked Jalen Hurts out at the end of the game. Yeah, the did. wall fell down. Yeah. <laughs> and almost hit him. That and and but and no, seriously though, I really think Carson at the beginning of the year, Carson is a strong candidate, man, for you know, for, for being great, bro. He's really good in the beginning of the season. Right. End of the season, right. he fades. Yeah, yep. true. End of the season, he plays very, very well. Yeah. I, I will say this about that Vikings game. Is the Vikings somehow, some way lose that home opener grudge match against Green Bay? Because you guys, Zadara Smith talking about how he wanted to go to Minnesota to play Green Bay twice because of the way Green Bay treated him last year. He felt he was treated bad by Green Bay last year. Green Bay's won the division three years in a row. The the Vikings are looking to assert themselves as, hey, we're not that same team that's going to play second fiddle to a Green Bay. If they mess around and lose that home opener to Green Bay, they're going to come in here on a Monday night with even more so of a sense of urgency. (laughs) That's going to be a matchup on that Monday night game. We got some great football coming, bro. Oh, we do. And that, I, I'll tell you, I'll just coming. give you a little sneak peek. That Vikings-Packers game is going to be one of the games I'm picking for the weekend, one of the picks Ooh. I'm going to give out. Okay? So we will uh, we'll touch on that. Let's do expectations here. All right, so let, let's start with the big boy here. Let's start with Jalen. What do we expect? I, it doesn't necessarily have to be numbers, okay? I, we, no, for the year? We're going for the year? Yeah, just, just what – you know, for you, what do you need to see here? What what is what is the progression and what are the you know concerns? And it, again, it doesn't have to be. He's got to throw for four thousand. No, I'm just saying, like, what do you? Well, what do you, you know look- what? I'm, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say, in order for him to be a guy, and, and he's playing for a contract, and we're talking about a contract that is going to be upwards of forty, thirty-eight, forty million dollars a year. <clears throat> in order for him to get that type of money, he's got to be right around thirty-nine to four thousand yards passing. That's not a that's not a hard feat when you think about it. That's almost like that's actually like what? Um, well, it's seventeen games too. Yeah, you know. So out of seventeen games, I mean, I'm trying to think of. I, I wish I could do. You know, anybody? What's 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 seventeen divided it. by? Well, seventeen divided it. by four thousand. Four thousand divided by seventeen. Right? I got it. So you it know, comes out to about 235 yards per game. Very now, is that hard? Very attainable. No, that's not hard to not me. Not with this no. receiving core. No, this that's offensive what I'm line. With, yeah. with, the, with that offensive line, you have Dallas Goddard. You got receivers that can really, really catch. And a running game that's going to open up the pass. That's very obtainable, man. Even if he averages like 200 yards a game, there's going to be a couple of games where he's going to have 300 yards. And you're going to have to go to the pass and beat him. Mm-hmm. So that's very obtainable. Then I'm also thinking he needs at least, at the very least, 26 to 28 touchdowns. Yeah, that's got to jump. And I'll tell you what also has to jump, Barrett. His completion percentage has got to go way up. Yes. You know, there are some things, some stats that you can kind of look at. All right. I mean, it's misleading. Completion percentage is not one of them. He's got to be way better than than what he was last year. Has to. You're right, man. 61% completion percentage is not good enough. 16 touchdown passes is not good enough. Um, throwing for only 3,100 yards is not good enough. Uh, I'm not going to put a number and say he has to throw for 4,500 yards, but his numbers across the board have to improve because he's he's being evaluated every week. Yes. It's a self-evaluation on him, and it's a bigger organizational evaluation moving forward 
um, because teams are already strategizing for next year. Yeah. Yes, they're focused on this year, but every team in the league is already strategizing for 2023. So the evaluation process begins this Sunday for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and, and yeah, we know too that they're not only are they going to load the box, Barrett. You said you know eight men fronts, and and, and certainly the way the season is going to start. But I think the other thing that, that we're going to have to see from him is: is he willing to be patient in that pocket? Is he willing to step up in the pocket? Is he willing to climb the pocket, yes, sidestep, yes. and just? make that hit that second, third guy, or is it just, Hey, live bullets are flying. I'm taking off. That's also what we're going to, we're going to see really quickly about what he's all about. Now. One of the biggest improvements he has to make is ball security. The word got out that you could slap the ball out of his hand. I don't know if it's because of the size of his hands or what, but he better improve in ball security because that is huge for the development of a quarterback. I didn't think he lost a lot of balls. He made a lot of he re- he recovered them, but he got he he, he got slapped. You know, and I don't know if it's the size ratio of his hands or what. I have right, no idea. Right, right, right. You know, right, but you right. got to protect that ball. Four you fumbles, one lost. Four fumbles, yeah. one lost. And 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 he's a guy that's going to run the ball, man. He's, he's going to run the ball. Yeah. yeah. His legs, man. That's I mean, it's is he going to be is he going to be one of those guys that's just going to run first? I showed I I saw some progression as far as him going into his progression. I've seen him now go out there and execute the offense. And, you know, like we said, you know, coach said that was the best week of, I mean, best day of practice he's ever seen. Yep, I guess right. Because he, he hit the check downs. He hit the quick, um, the, the you know, the quick slant routes because that's what the, the defense was giving him. Mm-hmm. You got to take what the defense is giving you if you want to be a successful quarterback. So if you don't yeah. have your first read, go to your second read. You don't have your second read. If you don't have a third read immediately, Hit the check. There's nothing wrong with hitting the check down. People used to think, oh, man, you hit the check down. So if the defense is giving you the check down. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Look at Josh he, Allen last night. He Early, he was taking that every time. Tom Brady takes it every time. Hey, and there's a lot of quarterbacks in this look. league. Yes. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that make a lot of money check, checking down. Tom Brady is a perfect example of that. Yes. Tom is going to take exactly what you give him. You keep giving that, he's going to take you – know, when you play when you play dominoes, I'm just going to keep nicking the death. Here, five. Here I go. Five more. Here go yeah. five more. Next thing you know, the drivers went, and you have 18, 19 plays. The defense is bending over. Now yeah. you can go in and score. Yeah, there's nothing. That's hey man, whatever. Whoever you get down the field, who cares? It doesn't matter. That's how it, we play both. That's almost like a good running game. It's just gonna yeah, wear you down. That's too. exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, so I'm, that I'm, that's there's nothing wrong with that. All right, so I'm scaring my puppy, man. She she's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Yoki just yakied. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's Hurts. Let, let's go. Uh, let's go. The 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 man who uh, won against the B today, uh, AJ Brown. Um, what are we looking at here? Does he crack the thousand yard mark? What are we looking at in terms of touchdowns, uh, yards per catch? How are we feeling about Jay uh, AJ in his first year? Yes. With the comfort level that 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 he has with with Jalen Hurts, just the magnitude of what he brings to the table as far as you know a, a forgiving catch radius. And people have said, why do you always say forgiving catch radius? I say forgiving catch radius because he doesn't have a huge catch radius because he's not a he's not a you know a long wide receiver. But what he is is he gives a forgiving catch radius because if you throw the ball and it's not exactly on his body, he can get it. He can shield off a guy and get it. He can muscle a ball from a DB. That's why I mean by forgiving catch radius. Mm-hmm. You throw it to him, he's gonna catch it and keep the DB from catching it if he doesn't catch it. That's what you get out of AJ Brown. So yes, I believe he will have. A thousand yards. There are going to be times where 
people are going to be trying to stop the run. That means you're going to have to leave him one-on-one to the outside or at least zoned. And he can sit down the zone, big enough body, he can take a hit. He's going to have to be that X factor, not just in the red zone, but just on third down, man. Keep the sticks moving. Keep the sticks moving. So, yes, I think he has 1,000 yards. I wonder if because of equal distribution, will it affect his overall numbers? I mean, the first two That's years, happen, he, had yeah. over a thousand, he had over 1,000 yards uh, receiving his first two years. Last year, he's at, he had 800-something, I believe, because he missed a couple of games due to injuries. Because of equal distribution, the way if, if we're basing it on what we've seen from a Sirianni offense last year, based on the way he likes to get everybody involved in a passing game and keep everybody guessing, I can see three three of the receivers having over 900 yards. But you know, I hope AJ gets 12, 1300 yards receiving, but I can see three of three receivers having well over 900 yards because everybody's in, in a, you know, he likes to throw the ball to his backs as well, likes to get them involved as well. I don't think we're going to see a back like uh, a Brian Westbrook did back in the day when Westbrook in his day had right. 73 catches for 700-something yards. But because, he, you know, Gainwell's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. Boston Scott catches out. All of them catch it out of the backfield. You got Goddard over here. You got three, four receivers. That, you know, that's taking away a lot of numbers. And if teams are focusing on taking A.J. Brown out of the game, that means the numbers are going to go up for everybody else. Right. That's a great yeah. point by you, Derek. Yeah, that's Derek, great, right on. Great. I mean distribution, man. You know, yeah. And that, and that keep that's keeping defenses off your heels. Absolutely. I mean, you go into it with a lot of teams, like you know, perfect example: the Rams last night. They had one guy that they can go to consistently, and yep. you shut that one guy down. Your offense sputters. If you have equal distribution, you can get out to all your receivers. Get it on all guys that can go out to make play. Well, we forget about how good Dallas Goddard is when exactly. he gets the ball in his hands. Yes. Yeah. He takes the it to another yard. level. Yeah. Exactly, yes. exactly. So just him alone. Imagine running a little screenplay to, to Sanders now. Sanders trying to play for his money, man. He's trying to get his money. So you give it to him. His elusiveness, you know, out the out, out the backfield with a screenplay. Give him a little Texas route. You know, Texas route when you go out mm-hmm. just past the tackle and go in like a little slant, one-on-one against a linebacker. I'll take that all day with Lights Sanders. Lights out. Lights you out. You know, so – you're right, man. Equal distribution. Oh, and by the way, everybody's trying to worry about what Smitty's doing and, and, and what A.J. Brown's doing and Goddard's right. doing in the middle. And all of a sudden you look over, you see that man running down the field wide open from the there slot. There you go. You know, I mean, that, 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 that's, that's just what, um, what Quez does. You just forget about where he is, and all of a sudden he's beating you deep. Yeah, everybody's worried pass, about everybody pass, else. And Pascal's got to get his touches. Yeah, Pascal. In the middle, yeah. I mean, he's so, going to be a guy to keep the sticks moving. So that's why I say uh, individual numbers could suffer, but overall numbers would be a great thing because then Jalen Hurts' numbers are going up. Yeah, and I, I think really, and that so I I don't even need to dig into Devontae Smith because I think we'd all agree his numbers may look similar or maybe even a little less than last year, but that that's not a bad thing. He's got AJ Brown on the other side now. He's not going to be, you know, maybe targeted as much, but. You watch if the attention's paid to AJ Brown, Devontae Smith is going to hurt teams bad. I mean, he's in his second. I just think about the learning curve he has now in his second year. This guy's a technician already. How much yeah, better are his yeah. routes going to be? His understanding of what they're throwing at him. He Devontae Smith is this guy's the Heisman Trophy winner. We forget yeah. about that, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. So yeah, amazing what, what he's going to do. Oh, I we think forget so, about that, man. We forget about how good you do. he had like eighteen hundred yards his senior year. Yeah, eighteen hundred yards. Like twenty right. some touchdowns. Yep. On yep. the way to a Heisman. All he did was produce. He caught the ball that Tua threw in that national championship game. Yes. That's right. 
That's right. All, all that yeah. guy does is produce. Um, all right, let's, let's hop to the other side now. Hassan Reddick. What's fair in terms of sacks, in terms of tackles, impact, you know, just, just how we're seeing him used and utilized in that defense with Gannett? Um, Hassan Reddick, the sky's the limit for him. He's talking about he's going to get double-digit sacks. He's averaged that the last two years. I just see him being a guy that, you know, you don't know where he's going to line up, and it's going to give him a, an added advantage that, you know, people really don't know where he's going to be at. So how do you allocate resources to stop him if you don't know where he's going to line up at? You know, you go in there with a 30 front, you got three down linemen, and you want to bring in a fourth defender, and that's him. He can line up in the inside and outside, and it's hard for you to really account for him, and that's the worst thing you could do. I can remember us, um, for instance, we're playing, we're playing um, Miami, and um, what was his name? Thomas um, Zach Taylor. 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 Oh, Jason Taylor. We're playing Jason Taylor, Hall of Famer. Same type of guy. Same type of guy. And he would line up everywhere on the field, so it was, it was hard for us to get a beat on how to block for him, how to account for where he would be. Mm-hmm. So he'd line up at, at linebacker depth. All of a sudden, he'd line, walk on the line of scrimmage in the inside or the outside. And, you know, it was hell as an offensive line trying to figure out who's going to block because you couldn't block him one-on-one. Right. He was shifting enough that you couldn't block him one-on-one. So you had to figure out a way in which to block him. And that's what made him such a great player because his ability to understand blocking schemes, and I think Hassan Reddick knows that, and 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 where he can go to, to counter what we're trying to do to pick him up. And I think that, you know, he's talked enough with um, with Gannon to put him in better situations, great situations. Derek? He's averaged just under 12 sacks a game the last two seasons. Last two, yep. He said in training camp that he feels good about where he is in Gannis' defense. And if we if we base it on what he said and what Barrett just said in terms of them moving him around, I expect him to have at least 11, 12 sacks in 2022. It's that simple. If you utilize him to the best of his ability, there's no reason why this man should not have three years in a row in double-digit sacks. Uh, because of his skill set, his ability to attack, his ability to take on bigger men and shed blocks as well as he did over the last couple of seasons. So with that said, I, I don't see, I'd be shocked if he had less than 11 quarterback sacks this season based on what we've seen for him the last two years and based on what we've heard him say in terms of where he thinks he is right now in that defensive scheme. Yeah, see, for me, if he's not in double-digit sacks, if he's healthy, it's on Gannon. Yes. It's on Jonathan Gannon. Absolutely. Yes, yes, because he, yes. he's got the ability. And, and he is a guy who, you know, you've seen it when he's utilized right the last year in Arizona and last year in Carolina, that the guy is that he is that player. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's not like you just can strictly focus on him. And you Barrett, you make great points about how hard it's going to be to, because you're moving, he's moving around and all that. But I mean, you got to, you got to focus attention on a lot of other players too. You know, exactly. And, and Hargrave and uh, just think about that. PG. Think about that. Fletcher. Hargrave, Hargrave had six and a half sacks last year. He was he was second only to um to to um um a good sweat. Yep. I mean, no, I think they tied. They tied for the same amount of, of sacks. And seven and a half about, was the tops. Yeah, and then, then I think he had Hargrave had six, seven and a half also. Then you take Fletch. Fletch is playing for a new contract. Mm. Fletch sees the writing on the wall. He sees the big fella sitting there, young fella Davis sitting there. So he wants to show all thirty one other teams that hey. I'm ready to ball. You get bring you on your team. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna be a double digit sack guy. 
So he's going to have a lot of attention elsewhere, which will allow him to be more of a force in the inside. Yeah. And we know BJ, BG say, hey, I'm going out with a bang. If this is going to be my last year, I'm going out with a bang. But I do want to play a little longer. So let me show mm-hmm. everybody that I can play a little bit. And he goes out there and he balls. So it, this, this, this defense, not even talking about the back end, but this defense up front, it's going to be a major nuisance to a lot of people, man. Yeah, I just agreed. can't wait to see him. Agree. You know, I don't think Fletcher will get double digit sacks only because he's asked to do a lot of dirty work. Right, right. That oh, you don't yeah, see, I, I don't you expect don't see the totals. Yeah. I expect him to have a phenomenal season because there's a lot of measurables when you talk about a Fletcher Cox that you don't see. The fact that he can consistently collapse a pocket to open up a lane for somebody else to shoot through, he's stout against the run. He's got extra motivation this year because of the, the money factor and his tenure here in Philadelphia. I'm sure he wants to make it very difficult for Howie Roseman in that front office to delete him from the equation beyond this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, he doesn't Gunner, want to go at, anywhere else. You're right. At his spot, like it, Fletcher Cox could have five, six sacks, and it could be a, he could have a great year. Absolutely. That, 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 yeah, you, he's not measured solely in sacks, 100%. I mean, he's made, he's made the Pro Bowl with five or six sacks yeah. because people recognize what he does in a defensive scheme, how disruptive he is right. in a defensive scheme with his ability to control his portion of the line of scrimmage. Yeah. you know, no And I, I, can, I can see him playing more along that line. I mean, obviously he hemmed it hard about how he was utilized last year in Gannon's system, but they came to a meeting of, a mind, of the minds and he played consistent football last year. Yeah, That's and they're the good now. They, they, yeah. they both know where each other's coming from. Oh, yeah. They, they both, they're both on Absolutely. record saying that. All right, so let me hit you with uh, with two more guys who, who will be playing a lot of end. What, what do we think from Brandon Graham in terms of sacks? Give me a number. I'm going to go I'm gonna go eight. I'm going to go eight. I, I agree with you. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. We were all talking about how Brandon Graham was finally going to get his double-digit sacks. And, like, at about week 10, he just hit a wall and didn't get another sack for, like, four or five games and still finished. But <laughs> I think it was nine, nine and a half. It was it was like – and I, when I talked to him about it, he goes, D-Gun, I was right there. I was right there. I said, what happened? He goes, I don't know. He couldn't figure it out why he couldn't get over that nine and a half hump. Yeah. And so I, I agree with you. I think he's going to be right around. And based on the fact of what he told us on this show, that if he plays less this season compared to what he's played in the past, he's fine with that. Because that that gives him more durability and longevity to stay on a football field. He's not asked to play 65, 70% of the snaps. If he plays 30, 40% of the snaps and he's effective, he's fine with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. D-Gun, Rob, imagine this. You've got BG. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Not tired going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Not tired. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's going just like he started the game out. He's still going at that because he hadn't played 100% of the snaps. That's right. I put my money on BG all day. Same here. I I don't doubt him. (laughs) I I don't care. Achilles 34, I don't care. I don't doubt him. This is a guy I do want to see numbers from. I'm not saying definitely 10, but I'm saying you better rate in the neighborhood, Josh Sweat. I want Josh Sweat right in that double-digit neighborhood. I'll do you one better than that. Yeah. I'm saying he's going to be 
the leading sack guy in the locker room. Oh, more so yes. than Reddick? More so than Reddick. Oh. We're talking double-digit sacks. Okay. He's so ready to take you, that you next step. you two guys step. in double digits then. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's taking that next step into being – in fact, that might be my stance on my show tonight. That's exactly what it's going to be. Sweat becomes the player we thought we were going to get when he left Florida. Okay. The versatile athlete. You can tell now that that knee is okay. His get-off is, 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 is at another level right now. His ability to speed the bull has become a whole lot better. He's playing with his hands better. He's finishing plays. Sweat had a great camp. He's going into this year, going to be the leading sack guy this year. Mm, I like it. That, look, if that's the case, if those two guys, Sweat and Redick, are that dominant, man, it's going to be good things for the guys inside. That's for sure. Hey, I'm uh, looking here at what Brian H. is saying. He says, I, I feel Philly over-evaluates the talent. How do you guys respond to that? Um, over-evaluates the talent. I don't I don't think so. Um, I don't think we're over, uh, over-evaluating the talent on this team. I, I, I think that there's they've really upgraded in a big yes. way. Yes. I yeah. do. And, and I think that the, the players Young that they brought – well, I mean, the players they brought in, let's start with Reddick. Reddick's a guy mm-hmm. who we just mentioned has been in double-digit sacks the last two years. Um, you know, Bradbury, other than last year, and there was a lot of things going on in New York last year. So I, I'm going to lay a lot on that. It, it was only two years ago that this guy was a stud. Okay, so, and I don't think he's lost it. I don't think he's fallen off a cliff. So I think that's he's real. Kaiser White was really good in, in L.A. last year with the Chargers, and their, mm-hmm. their coach says it every time he's asked about him but it was a money move. So I, I don't think there's an overrating, but look, the, the, for me, if people are going crazy about Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, that's fair where you can say, slow down their rookies, but yep, these guys yep. have proven it in the NFL. So I can't, and AJ Brown's a proven commodity. So I yep, can't, absolutely. I don't, I, I would, I would disagree. I think fans look, Brian, I think fans sometimes will go overboard because they want to see their team win. It's, it's the natural inclination, but I don't think, that we are over evaluating. I mean, look, if you wanted to make an argument, uh, give Brandon Graham a bit of a break. He's coming off at Achilles. Right. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Um, but I don't see it with the other guys that we were just discussing. I really don't. I think they're all going to show up big this year. But all we've heard about Brandon Graham from himself and his teammates, Brandon Graham has looked like a, if he's tapped into the fountain of youth. He's got the burst back. He's got the explosiveness back. Brandon Graham has said to the media, no, I'm 100% back. I feel right. great, feel better than I'm fresh. You know, I missed a lot of last season. My body's not beat up. You know, so, you know, we know what Brandon Graham is capable of doing in situational play. We know it's a nightmare to deal with one-on-one off the edge. That's not an over-evaluation. That's a factual statement based yeah. on what we've seen him do. Is he a year older? Yes. But I say because of the fact he missed the bulk of that season last year, he didn't have the wear and tear on his body. Brandon Graham's like a kid in a candy store right now. Right. You know? And the beauty is you're not asking him to do as much as you were in years no. past. No. Right? And, and he's and, expecting to play less. Yeah. And by the way, yes. Brian, good good, uh, good question. And, and uh, you know, we, we appreciate that kind of stuff. And we appreciate you uh, and everybody's feedback. So, But, yeah, I, I just think those guys – Absolutely. Are, are proven NFL players to play at a high level that they brought in, as opposed to like sometimes you'll make a move based off of somebody who was sitting, was like a second string or third string or couldn't get their shot, but you feel like, all right, when they get here, they're going to blossom. And, and But the, really most of the players we just talked about were starters elsewhere and effective starters elsewhere. 
That's why I feel really good about this roster, man. I just do. I, I think they have talent wise. If you run through the NFL and I, I'm maybe not, you know, like Buffalo and some of these super upper echelon, but if you run through the Eagles roster talent, just on paper compared to other teams, I'll take the Eagles almost every day over these other teams. Yeah. Plus when you yes, look at the moves, how he, how he made, how he didn't just bring in veteran bodies to fill gaps. He's brought in players that have played the game at a high level. Players that have gotten a lot of accolades from not only their former coaching staff, but other players as well. You know, you look at the safety, a cornerback, a wide receiver, a lineback, two linebackers. You know, they've all played at a high level. You know, so he's brought in frontline guys. He's not just bringing in roster fillers. So, yes, it's easy to get excited about the prospects of what this collective unit can do if it all gels. Now, of course, there's the other side, Barry. You know, there's that other side. You can have all the talent in the world, and sometimes it just doesn't mesh. Right. You know, we've seen that happen also. And that's real. It's going to happen here. You're but, right. You're Derek, um, that's real. It's especially real early in the season. Absolutely. When you're trying to fit all these new parts together. Absolutely. And when you haven't played a lot of real uh, snaps real together. The right yeah. Way. Snaps that together against that other might teams. be a detriment. Yeah. You know, right. For the, yeah. Just before. You know, but, yeah. I don't think it will be, but right. it's, it's, it's a possibility. History has shown. And Gannis yeah. got to make it work, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the roster, and we're talking about talent that Howie brought in. That's three guys. That's three guys that were brought in, not because we're left the team, not because of um, they weren't producing. Or attitude or anything wanted. like that. Yeah. It was more so con- contractually. They just didn't want to pay him, but they wanted to keep him. So when you right. talk about CJ, CJ Garner-Johnson, same deal. They tried to work a contract, didn't work, so they wanted to get at least some worth out of him right. without him playing and then not getting anything out of him. Absolutely. Kasir White. They're still pissed off they let him go. Yeah. And like you said, Hassan Reddick, they were pissed off they let him go. Yeah. Matt, do you think so, Matt Rule can see his Temple guy walk out the door? Exactly. <laughs> five, so that's, that's a lot of production leaving. Based hey, on what you said, it's five guys. Four on defense, one on offense. A.J. Brown. They don't want yeah. to pay A.J. Exactly. So exactly. That's five frontline players that other team, you know, Bradbury. Yep. Giants numbers game. They couldn't pay him. Da-da-da. You know, so that's five exactly. guys right there. Five frontline guys. Who are now plugged into this system? Starters, yep. starters to help this system be a lot better than it was a season ago. All right, you guys ready for more Howie being Howie? So he has now converted four point six one five million of Isaac Sayamalu's base salary into a signing bonus. There you go uh, with an extra void year added, creating three point six nine two for cap space this season. Philly now is about nine point five million in cap space following the move. That's three players in like forty eight hours that they've restructured now. And what I wonder is, is he, is he going to do something like now, or is this just if I need to make a Jay Ajayi in season move, I'm I'm poised to do it now. <laughs> I think I think it's that, and I said that the other day. Anytime Howie starts structuring, uh, playing with people's money and giving them more money up front, that means the wheel spin and something else is coming uh, yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah. And I can see something happening like a Jay Ajayi move. They're going to let certain elements play out right now to see see how it fits, see what it yeah. looks like, and then make a determination. Um, hey, we might need to get another one here, another one there, and go out and get it at a bargain basement price because there are a whole lot of nervous veterans sitting at home right now waiting for somebody to call them to play on a one-year deal. Yeah, very true. Especially a team like this. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. Let's jump to the coaches now. Um, I'm going to work backwards, okay? Michael Clay, a guy who, you know, we probably don't discuss much. I know he's a special teams coach. 
certainly doesn't fall into to the Steichen, Gann, and Sirianni realm. Uh, they're always sort of afterthoughts, special teams coach, for whatever reason. Uh, but other than Jake Elliott, special teams has not been that impressive, guys. And really, if you if you want to make an argument, other than Hurts, by far the biggest question mark going into the season is the special teams. No question. No we need question. To see Michael Clay's group step their game up. Big time. You know, the coverage teams, the return game, all yeah. aspects of it, except the kicking game, yeah. even the punting game. You know, yeah. Sippo, when he punts, I I'm just do like this. I'm not sold on Sippo. I, no. I am not there, man. I just, I just hold my, I just put my head down like, okay, let's see what he's going to do this time. Yep. You know, no, I mean, you, Don't you're talk right. about that, man. Don't even say that, man. You <laughs> just ruined my damn, my damn Friday going into this, uh, this messed game up, day. Messed up your mojo? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm all excited and everything. You just blew my eye. Cause that's serious. That's it's serious. honest. It's an honest yeah. assessment. We, no, we, it's real. we just don't know what's going on. And I've been screaming this for the longest time. That man, you know, I, 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 Michael Clay, he he's young enough to be my damn son. You know what I'm saying? And here he is, special teams coach, and I haven't seen his special teams do as much. Do I don't know what we're gonna do with. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do with punt return. Um, I know we got Sean Bradley. He's gonna go down there and make some plays. Yeah, you know that. Yes. But other than that, and we know Jake Elliott's going to be able to kick his butt off. Yeah. But everything else is a question. I mean, we let JJ JJ all go. JJ was a pretty good special teams player. For special us. teams player, right? Yeah, he was. So who do we have right now that's uh, going to go down and bust you know bust their hump to be? Well, special you you team? better hope so, like the Reed Blankenship types. You know uh, those guys. Better there be able it is. To that's what I'm talking about. That's. See, hey, you, you feeling me, the, Rob. You feeling, you see me, cover, Rob. You the see covers me. Teams, there we go. The covers teams worry me. The covers teams worry me. That means me Patrick too Johnson's got to go, that, yeah. That's not just hang loose, by the way. That's me too in sign language. <laughs> you guys know that? It is. It's true. Yeah. Kyron Johnson's got to be able to play. Yeah. Reed Blankenship. Kayvon Wallace. Mm-hmm. Patrick Johnson. Josh Job. Zach McPherson. Every guy who's activated Joshua who's Scott. a second or third string. The more yes. name, the more, the, every time Barrett mentions a name, it, it worries me even more so. <laughs> yeah, that didn't that didn't do a lot for me. Those names. Yeah, that didn't reassure there, me man. in a lot of ways, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I don't know if I'm really feeling better there uh with that one. And um, also, you know, you got you you got guys like um Grant Calcaterra has got to be on special teams. Who probably hasn't played a lot of special Never teams. Never played in, in his, his life, life. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that is the hard thing because you know when you're talking about rookies who were always the greatest player at their high school, grade school, college. You know, a lot of times those guys didn't play teams. You know, and now you better figure it out real quick if you want to hang around. Yeah. You know, hey. that's, that's for sure. Nicole uh, Dean, you better go. All right, well play. let's go. Uh, let's go Steichen. I want to go Steichen before Gannon. Okay, and we're, this is like a super segment here. This is a super sizer. So we'll, we'll right. just, let's just finish it off. But Steichen. Um, we, we always look at Sirianni cause he's an offensive minded guy, but Steichen took over the play calling when this team got on a run. So now that he's got AJ Brown, now, now that you have Jalen in his second year, now that he's the, you know, locked in play caller, although Sirianni will jump in with calls sometimes too. But what do we think about, uh, Derek, I'll start with you on that one. Steichen expectation. Well, I mean, he's been given a green light by the head coach to call the plays. Um, and, and you gotta have a lot of trust in your second in command to call the plays. Um, I love the way he called the game last year. He identified what the strength of this team was in a hurry. I like his ability to adjust on the fly. Um, I think um, him and Sirianni, uh, what's the word, simpatico? There you go. When it comes to how they look at how they want to attack a defense, I don't think that offense is going to miss a beat. 
And now that the weapon elements have been increased more so, they have all kinds of chess pieces, and I'm looking forward to seeing how they utilize the chess pieces now. Um, I like I like where the team is right now offensively. I like the hands that they're in in terms of calling plays. So I feel comfortable with Steichen calling the plays uh, for this offense. Okay. B? Steichen can't go out there thinking that, all right, everybody's expecting Jalen Hurts to pass, so we should pass. Steichen has to take advantage of the talent that he has in his locker room. Don't worry about what the outsiders say. The only number you should be worrying about is the number of wins we have going into um, the playoffs. And if it wins for us, go out there and do it. Go out there and execute it. If it takes us running 50 times a game, only throwing the ball 10 times a game, then we got to do it. Mm -hmm. The first time he goes out there and thinks that he has to be an Air Coriel type of Offensive coordinator, right. we're screwed. It doesn't matter what we do from that point on. But he has to stay consistent in what his players do best. Okay, And I think he'll do that. I think he'll do that. He's smart enough to know that, hey, what I did worked last year. So I'm not going to stray too far from it, but I definitely got to take advantage of the guys that I have on my team right now. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's kind of an unknown a little bit, and that's not necessarily his fault. The, the Eagles didn't make some grand announcement that he was taking over, but you know he seemed to have a feel and a pulse for what worked best for this team. But when we play, saw them play good teams, they, those defenses figured out a way to shut them down. So he's got some stuff to prove. And I think you know, look, I think we're going to focus on Gannon now. But uh, Steichen is an interesting, interesting guy. All right, Gannon, you know where I'm at. I'm on the Gann wagon. I'm a believer. I think he's got the talent. I think he will do well with this group. Uh, are you guys still in the wait and see approach when it comes to him? Go ahead, Derek. Go ahead. I cannot get off the wait and see wagon. You're on the Gann wagon. I'm still very much on that wait and see wagon. <laughs> um, I, I think I think it's going to be better, but I, I don't know, you know. I can't I can't give Gannon kudos based on what I saw in the preseason. Obviously, because it was vanilla, you know, he's not going to show you a lot. I'm going to see how he moves the chess pieces. I'm going to see who he uses da uh, downs and distances. You know, uh, I want to see him. I want to see them be a better attacking defense. I want to see them play more bump and run on the outside. My concern is he may have his corners playing seven eight yards off the ball, like but like Buffalo did all game last night. But if his guys can come up and tackle like those Buffalo guys did and converging the ball and keeping everything in front of them and negate the big plays, I have no problem with that. But because he's such an unknown commodity, we have so many question marks. He's one of the biggest question marks we've been talking about all offseason. What is he going to do? Is he going to improve? So I can't get off the wait and see wagon because of that. Derek? Derek, I, I hate to admit it, but I got to wait and see also. <laughs> And I, the only way That's I can, right. you guys are my friends. I'll still let you on. <laughs> right, right, right. The only way I can equate this to is when I used to take my kids to the toy store, uh -huh. and they used to run around. Dad, I want this. Yeah, there Dad, used to be this. toy stores yeah. for people who were saying, right. Toys yeah. R Us was a toy yeah, store. That yeah, that used to be a thing. Dad, I want this. Dad, I want that. Dad, Dad, Dad. look, Dad, Dad, Dad. Well, that's what happened with Gannon this year in free agency and in the draft. Right. Howie, Howie, I want this. How I want that. We need this to make this work. We're going to make that work. All right, I'll be like, so I was a softy. All right, guys. All right, all right, kids. Come on, get what you're going to get. Come on, bring it to the register, and I go on and pay for it. Well, that's exactly what happened this year with Gannon. 
What you want that? Oh, go ahead and grab it. Yeah, bring it over here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want that too? Oh, oh, yeah, bring that over here too. All right, you can have this too. Yeah, come on, come on over here. All right, let me put it here. All right, Howie writes a blank check. All right, you got it. You got everything. Now, I don't want it to be like my kids are real young when they used to get all these damn toys, but then they get the toys to get home, and instead of playing with the toys, they would play with the damn box that the toys came That's in. That's right, yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? True. I want him to use these toys Yeah. that he was just getting. I don't want him to go back to the old stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him to play with the boxes that are sitting in the front room instead of playing with the toys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They took out of the boxes. My yeah. kids will do that all the time. They the better the yet, boxes. read the instructions and know how to use the toy. <laughs> there and, you and, go. And, there and, you I, go. and I will add this also. If Gannon's defense has a great game against Detroit, I'm just going to say, okay, it was Detroit. Yep. The, evaluate, the evaluation really comes into play that Monday night game against Minnesota. Week That's two. when I'm going to be sitting and watching everything that much closer Yes, because the personnel his defense is going to be playing against is that much better across the board from the running back, the offensive line, the, the collection of wide receivers, the tight ends is going to be that much better than what he's going to face against Detroit. Yep. So that's when I'm really going to start saying, okay, I see you, Gannon. Yep. I like what you're doing, or here we go again. Yeah, and a coach who's offensive-minded, not – you know, Mike Zimmer, who was a conservative, yep. you know, play defense, don't turn it over guy. This, yep, yep. Kevin O'Connell comes from the McVeigh tree. So, you know, this guy's innovative That's in right. terms of his offensive thoughts. All right. Uh, let's, let's hold Sirianni till we come back. All right. I want to do that when we come back with Sirianni uh, and we'll continue with our expectations. I got a lot of other stuff to get to today. We are going to get to our NFL week one quality matchups. We will dive into that as well. Uh, crazy impactful rules changes in baseball. We will hit that as well. Uh, talk about the Phillies also. Uh, and uh, we have some good birthdays, and we'll give you our our predictions as well on the game itself, the Eagles versus <laughs> the Lions. All right? So we'll come back. Uh, we'll keep it rolling. We are Sports Stake, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett. And Rob, let's talk Razor technology, identity management with cyber threats like ransomware on a seemingly endless uptick and the risk of a breach or data loss higher than ever. The need to know just who's accessing your network systems and applications is mission critical. Identity management from Razor technology is a holistic framework of policies and technologies that lock down access to the right users for only the right reasons. They deploy cutting edge solutions that identify, authenticate and monitor access across your entire IT system. Razor technology determines how users gain an identity in your system, what roles they need to fill, and enforces access controls with network protocols, digital certificates, behavioral analysis, and a secure authentication method. Talk to Razor technology today to learn how identity management can reduce the risk of a data breach while avoiding costly errors and downtime due to lack of access. Contact Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. My wife was in an accident that changed our lives forever. She was in rehabilitation for years. She had to learn to walk again, she couldn't take care of herself. We couldn't afford a nurse. We were running out of options. One conversation with Pond Lee Hockey changed everything. They understood what we were going through and immediately helped us navigate the legal process. 
we can't thank them enough. Pond Lee Hockey, tell us your story. Go for the poles and the pools. Go for the oohs and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. It's the number one news at 10 p.m. Action news on PHL 17. Join Shari Williams, Gray Hall, Deuces Rogers, and meteorologist Adam Joseph for all the big stories at a time that's right for you. Action news at 10 p.m. on PHL 17. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say... But as I always say... It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Yes, we are Jacob Sports YouTube Network Sports Take. We got a great lineup, as you just saw, a full lineup. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. What's up, Gunner? Yeah, Rob, we were talking about uh, Lamar Jackson earlier, and John Harbaugh, did you see the comedy he just came out with? He says, look, uh, pertaining to Lamar Jackson, when it's time, it will happen. Lamar Jackson's playing quarterback. He's going to be playing quarterback here for a long time. So that means – when the season's done, we'll take care of this issue. Right now, it's all about football, and mm-hmm. I, I would imagine the two parties have agreed to this. But you've got to you've got to bob and weave your way through seventeen a game schedule unscathed, which is a big risk for Lamar. But you know, I'm not surprised. Baltimore is going to take care of him. You know, I'm sure they got to look at all numbers. So, yeah, Derek, I agree, and I think Lamar puts it out there publicly that we're done. But you can't tell me if Baltimore doesn't come to you know, his mother and his camp or whatever with some right, great right. deal that they're not going to get something done in the meanwhile. I mm. think they will. You know what I'm saying? So, but Absolutely. I think, I, I think it's his way of just putting it to bed where I don't have to answer this question every second. I can talk about football, right? you exactly. know, more, more than anything else. So um, real quick, we, we were doing our um, expectations and uh, of, we, we would jump around players and coaches. Let's get to Sirianni. And then I want to throw these rules changes in baseball at you guys before we get it back to football. But where are you guys at with Nick? Because to me, I think he showed a lot last year. 
um, in that he's secure enough in his own skin to turn over the play calling. He's a guy who's an offensive mind. He turned over the play calling. I think he also is someone who uh, the locker room likes, and that's important um, that he's got that support from the veterans and the young kids. Uh, so I, I have, I feel good, but I am a little bit in the, the, the wait and see mode where you guys are with Gannon with Sirianni. I still just, I, I still don't have a great feel for him yet. I got to be honest. Hmm. He's done a lot, man. He's done a lot. He's brought a team together. And when I sit back and think, that's why it took me a while to, to think about this. He, um, he has he's 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 become a, a real leader among men. He is he has turned he has turned the ship and, and and it's going in the right direction. This is his culture here. It's no longer Doug's culture in that locker room. Right. It's his culture. So he was able to do this in a short amount of time, too. Mm-hmm. You know, usually it takes a while for you to work everything out before you know players become your players. Yeah. Well, he has his players in that locker room right now. Those are his guys now. Jalen Hurts is his guy. Even though he was with the previous regime, he's his guy now, and he believes he can win with that guy going forward. So I, I like what Sirianni's done. I like the fact that he understood that he would be better suited for this team if he was able to go out there and be a manager among everybody instead of just being an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of responsibility of this team is still on his shoulders, but now he can look at it from afar and be like, all right, we need to do this, this, and this, and that. He's won this team over. He's won the city over. You know, he's won um he's won the, the front office over. So I think he's done a hell of a job in the little time he's been here. Derek. He has set a tone right off the bat that he can be your friend and he can be your disciplinarian at the same time. And I think today's player appreciates that. You know, he comes out with the t-shirts of certain players and all these uh, you know, catchy sayings and slogans and stuff. Um, you know, you see him, you know, out there joking with the players as well, but he can lay down the law when he has to. Um, the fact that he got this team to the playoffs in his first year when it looked like they were left for dead automatically made him a, a, a town favorite in this city. You know, um, nobody expected them to get to the playoffs. People weren't happy with the way they got lambasted by Tampa Bay, but he got them in the playoffs when nobody thought he would get them in there. He says all the right things at the podium. He's not going to tell you too much, but he tells you just enough. Uh, every player you've, you've heard speak speaks highly of him. You know, and I've talked to a few players, you know, away from cameras and stuff, and they say, look, he's a real deal. He's a genuine article. There's nothing fabricated about him. You know, he is a great addition to this organization, and they rally around that. And when you can get a collective of grown men who are paid six, seven-figure salaries in unison to rally around, the, you know, most teams, you always have one or two disgruntled guys. Right. But when you get a collective group to rally around the cause the way they have, that bodes well for where you're trying to go as a team week in and week out. All right. All right. Um I did want to hit you guys with this before we set our sights back on football. First off, Phillies lose last night, a game that was eminently winnable. They, they, they got to Alcantara again, but unfortunately the bullpen gives it up. And, and in, in fairness to uh, David Robertson, uh, Reese Hoskins absolutely has to make that play in the ninth yes, inning. And no any major league first baseman has to at least keep it in front of him, yes. get the out at first and keep the runner from scoring. So, unacceptable completely unacceptable i don't I, you know you really have to think hard about putting a defensive replacement in there for him at this point he is he's that level of butcher at first base so um 
that's an issue. Derek, we were talking about this, you know, pre-show. Schwarber and Harper in September, seven for 45, no home runs, zero RBIs, four walks, and 18 strikeouts. You know, I, I, I know it's Schwarber's game. It's kind of an all or nothing. Bryce is not necessarily an all or nothing guy right now. I think he's pressing and trying to do too much in the time that he's been back because he is swinging from his heels every single time. He's been back since August 26th, and, and it shocked me when I sat down and looked at all the numbers last night. He has no home runs yep. since he's returned. Um, he has 10 strikeouts since he's returned. He's 11 for 38 since he's returned. Three doubles, zero triples, zero home runs, only four RBI. Okay. That's, that's, you know, we've been focusing on the pitching and you're right. You know, Hoskins has to make that play, but again, once again, once again, here we are talking about Roberts, yep. not making a big pitch because even though, you know, Hoskins boosts that ball, he still gives up the b- big hit. Yeah. He's leaking oil. Derek. He's been leaking oil for his last four starts now. Yeah. Uh, now, well, look at Schwarber just in the month of August alone, mm-hmm. 23 of 91, September four of 20. That's 27 for 111. Now, for the month and a half combined, 15 runs, five, uh, six doubles, two triples, only three home runs. He hasn't hit a home run this month. 12 RBI, and here's the big – I mean, you know he's he's a big swinger, so you're going to either connect him as 44 strikeouts Woo. between August and September where we sit right now. So now it's like we've been we've been honing in on outside of Falter, the pitching failing them against these lesser teams. Now the two big boppers are not holding up their end as well. The, the other guys in the back end of the lineup, the Sosa, the Stas, the Verlings, they've been coming through, but your big boppers are not not coming up now in a month almost a month and a half of baseball. And yeah. that's a that's a huge red flag going down a stretch. I agree. Uh, yeah, there's there's uh, only so much that Bohms and the and, and the other the young absolutely. kids can do. I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I can't. I can't bet to those guys right now because I mean, for three months they carried this team, and then you know we're talking about a guy that just got back. Now he's going to get back into the you know. Yeah, he's going to get back into the swing of things. You hope, literally, you hope. Well, it's not hope. We 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 we're talking about an MVP last year. This yes, year would have been an MVP. Baseball's a funny game. Dudes, you know, we talk about ebbs and flows in football. Mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of times, the ebbs and flows in baseball are huge. Yeah, between when you go on a rut and when you get out of that rut, you know, it's, it is it's just it's right. the nature of the game. 162 you know? games, yeah, I can understand you know? that, bro. Yeah, I mean, we, we sat back every game waiting for Schwarber to hit a home run. He had 36, what 36 home runs, 33 home runs up until August. You know, so the whole month of August he had three. He doesn't have any now. You know, so maybe he's trying to press and do too much, but that's a part of the game. It happens. Well, well let me ask you this, D Gun: Do you move him back in the um, back in the lineup? Then I'm not moving. He's not a lead. No, well, I mean, moving. I would think move him because you know he's first of all he's not a leadoff hitter anyways. I mean, he's yep. not what you call the first. I mean, he's not fast enough no. really to be a leadoff hitter. No. So maybe you put him that since he's in his rut right now. Say, hey, you come to, hey man. Well, let's let's try you somewhere else. Let's put you at uh, let's put you at five. He, yeah, he, five he's, he's your, I, I, he's I'd bring him back problem. up to. I'd move him up. I wouldn't. I get him out of cleanup, but I move him up. Just yeah. I, I, if he's not hitting, I'm not putting me in a cleanup spot. Your cleanup hitter's got to be the guy that drives in the runs. I'm not putting him in a cleanup spot. So I'm where not would you put him? Then? I'm you leaving him, leave him there. Is. I got to leave him there. I mean, he oh. had 30, 33 home runs from that spot. His his batting average is low, no question about it. But he also picks up the back end. The, let's, what have we been talking about? The back end of this lineup has been getting on base, right? 
So yep. when you're talking about you being in a game where you're seven, eight, nine hitters are getting on base, who better than to have a guy who's leading the National League in home runs be your number one hitter right now? He's not your conventional leadoff batter. He's not fast. You're right. You know, he's not a guy who's going to be speed merchant on the base. But the way it's been structured right now, yep. it has worked for the most part of this season. Yeah. I'm not putting him at three, four, or five because he's not producing the way he was. No, I hear you. I you know hear what I'm you. saying? All right, let me hit you with two other things. Uh, Gibson's got to be better, too. Uh, oh, oh. You know, 15 runs allowed his last 18 innings. Like, come on, man. I know you're a fifth starter, but you got to be better than this. That's completely unacceptable. So, all right. Lastly, Joe Biden will be at the game tonight, for what it's worth. I'm not going getting political. I'm just telling you the first lady will be at the game. She is a Phillies fan. That's all I'm saying. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> he got out of that one real quick before, before it all starts. Real quick. Vote for whoever you want, okay? Before I don't care. They rain down on you, huh? It's America. All right, so baseball rules changes. Okay, this guys, this is fascinating because this is going to come into play in 2023 and this will seriously affect the game. Let's start pitch clock. There will be a pitch clock now, 15 right. seconds, right? Will be put on the clock when the pitcher gets the ball. When the bases are empty, you will have 20 with a runner on. That's that is going to change things real fast. Guys are going to have to yeah. work really quickly now. Um, two disengagements from the rubber, including a pickoff attempt per plate appearance, which means you can only step off twice now right. Right. with a runner when you, when, with a runner in the box. Hitters are required to be in the box and be alert, meaning ready to hit, with eight seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. So there's no 58 times the batting gloves and pine tar and whatever the heck else these guys do. That's done. All right. The headers are allowed one timeout per plate appearance. You can get it. You can get your, you know, the hand up to the, to the umpire. I need a second, whatever. Once that's it. Okay. Oh, this is the biggie, Derek. Only two infielders will be allowed on each side of second base. So yeah. you're not going to see this. Say Bryce Harper's up. You're not going right. to see just one infielder on the other side of the bag to the opposite right. side everybody's going to be over to the pole side there's going to they would be two guys and one guy playing short right field which made it really hard he did it to ryan howard right. so now you have to have at least two guys on the dirt or in the grass in the infield on each side of the bag which is going to open up this thing for a lot more hits okay uh they can't position themselves on the outfield grass before the pitch is thrown uh, the bases will increase in size from 15 to 18. Two purposes. <laughs> One, it's a little more of a safety thing where you're not having collisions maybe, which, okay. But the other part of it is that'll, that's going to make it easier to steal a bag, which exactly. is going to encourage steals. Exactly. Okay. Uh, if the pitch clock expires, a ball will be called on the pitcher. If the hitter isn't ready with eight seconds remaining on the clock, that's they right. will get a strike automatically. Yeah. yeah. Mound visit, visits are 30 seconds long unless there's an injury. So you better get out there, get your message across, and get the heck out of there really yeah. quickly. Uh, pitchers can step off the rubber twice per plate appearance. Third step off, which doesn't include, you know, whatever, will result in a balk if you do that. Anyway. Right, right. All right. And that's a, I just gave you a few. They're, they're not little moves. That is very significant stuff to baseball. That is. I, that's well, <laughs> You know, the, the baseball has lost a lot of fans through the years because people have complained about games going four, four and a half hours. Right. You know, especially when you have double headers, you know, uh, games going too long. So I don't mind them trying to speed up the game in that regard. I don't like the rule about you can't overload on one side of a base because that's a defensive strategy. 
that's taken away from the strategy of a game. If you know you have a pull hitter, and it's especially if he's one of the better hitters, you're defending against that. It's just like football. You're doing what you can to defend against the better players. I, I don't have a problem with that. Everything else that, that you just talked about, you know, I'm, I'm all in favor of because sometimes you're right. Mound visits, you know, throws over the first. Sometimes a pitcher will throw over five, six, seven times over the first base trying to pick off a guy. You know, pitcher stepping off a rubber, better stepping out of a batter's box. One, two. I, I, I get all that. You know, I have no problem with that at all. But I, I don't like the, the, the lack of ability now for a defense to shift in their infielders any way they want to try to defend against, yeah. you know, a strategic defense against hitters. I'm with you. I am all for the clock because the game's yes. too damn long. Okay. Yes. This, yes. Will, this will chop 20, 20 minutes, a half Especially hour. Especially for somebody like Rob who goes to bed at 8 o'clock at night. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would absolutely – that's great. I, and I, I think some of this other stuff is fine. I don't care about the bases being expanded a little bit. That's fine. If, and I like to see the steel get back. Barrett's old days of the Cardinals back in the day. I right. loved watching that kind of baseball. Right, so right. I'm good there. I agree with you, Derek, with the, with the shift, like figure out a way to hit around it, man. Sorry. Hit the other yes, way. Exactly. Lay a bunt down, whatever uh, that, that to me. And I, some people say, well, look at, you know, you know there's illegal men downfield in football and they'll, they'll incorporate other things. Like to me, this is just helping a hitter out who who wants to just try and pull everything is what this is. Hey, hey Rob, look at the Jim G says any pitch over ninety five miles an hour is not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, guys like me would have a chance then. Yeah. Underhand, uh, underhand, oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> All right, let, let's. Uh, I'm a little behind, so we're a little behind. All let's right. step aside, step aside. We'll come back. We'll dig into the best matchups of Week One. We'll look at the. Uh, I, Pulled, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then a uh, couple of NFC East games and Monday night. So we got nine games we're going to look at. I'll give you the spreads. You guys tell me how you think these games are going to fare uh, when we come back. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett, Rob, on this Friday, Eagles Friday. All right, let's talk about Flint Tree Services because Flint Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So here's the question. Do you have any type of tree issues in your yard or your property? If you do, they're a quick phone call away. And they're experts at trimming all types of trees. And they service southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, northern Delaware. Flint Tree Services also specializes in stump removal, tree removal, and tree pruning as well. Keep in mind, you got storm and hurricane season. Right here, right? We're right in the midst of it. Now's a great time to give them a call. Be preemptive and have your trees evaluated. Make sure they're good to go. You can check out their work on Facebook or Instagram if you want a little bit more sampling. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. Greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement. 
but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on can you Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust. Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pondley Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pondley Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Bait, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Friday. Derek, Barrett, and Rob. All right, let's look at some of the big matchups here. Week one, of course, last night, the Bills with a state in the kind of game, 31-10 win over the Rams in Los Angeles. Just, uh, just a real beatdown in the second half, that's for sure. Uh, but a lot of good ones this week, guys. Let's start with the Steelers-Bengals. And, you know, the Steelers are a team that still has that defense, but the, all the questions are at, at quarterback. Trubisky's going to get the start. Bengals coming off a Super Bowl appearance. We know there's a bit of a hangover sometimes for teams who get to the Super Bowl and do not win it. Cincinnati is a six and a half point favorite at home in mm. this one. What are you guys seeing? Mm. I, you know, yeah, I mean, it should be. You look, you look at um, you look at the quarterback situation. Of course, you know the Bengals have the better quarterback. So just from that standpoint, there should be a six point favorite especially with them being at home. But defensively, you know, they still got a great defense on the Steelers' side of the ball. I just don't know if they can, they can handle them. They can handle that, that offense and keep, them, keep it competitive. Will they be able to – you know, the, the gold standard as far as defense is to keep a team at 17 points or under. If you keep a team at 17 points or under, you know, from an NFL standpoint as a defense coordinator, that means you have legitimately put your team in a better chance to win. Do I think the do I think the Steelers can score over seventeen? I don't at this point. So from that standpoint, 
I do think that Cincinnati will be able to score over 17 points. So they're literally just going to outscore them. Eventually, the, the offense is going to uh, – that defense is still going to wear down, and then the Bengals are going to take over. They got a consistent running game. They booster up their offensive line. And this is another year for – you know, another year under, um, you know, this 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 coaching staff's belt. Zach Taylor, become yeah. better. Yeah, Zach Taylor being better team. So, yeah, I think that they'll go – they'll win the – um. They'll win the game. They'll win by more than six also. Okay, interesting. All right, so, uh, Derek, what, what do you think? I mean, I would have figured this is going to be a heavy uh, Najee Harris game uh, to keep the pressure off Trubisky and hope your defense makes enough plays. This game falls in the category of what we were talking about earlier. You know, when these two divisional rivals get together, throw, throw records out of the window. Um, there's a reason why Mike Tomlin has survived 15 seasons in Pittsburgh. Even when he's had an inferior team, he knows how to get his guys to play at a high level. He has one of the premier pass rushers in the game. Mitchell Trubisky, um, I am by no stretch of the imagination a fan of Mitchell Trubisky, but I have seen him play some good games. Now, Deontay Johnson is a question mark for this game, but if he's on the field to go with Chase Claypool and this young kid who I think is going to be a baller, George Pickens, you got three great weapons to throw to. And Trubisky has the ability to play exceptional football. It comes few and far between, right. because, but he does have those moments. Um, I think this is going to be a closely fought contest. We know Cincinnati can be an explosive offense. They can rack up points in any given moment. But I think this is going to be a close contest. Um, to me, it might come down to who has the ball last in this game. I think so. Too. I think it's going to be closer than people think. I think that yeah. you may see Cincy win, but I think Pittsburgh may cover this one. I think that yeah. Yeah. I, that year in Buffalo may have done Trubisky good. He got away from Chicago. Yeah. He learned what a good offense looked like. Now he's got to be able to make the plays himself. He's not Josh Allen, but that's, I'd be curious to see how he looks early. All right. Patriots Dolphins Barrett, your guy, Mike McDaniel uh, down there in Miami now against the hoodie and the beard in Matt Patricia and whatever Joe judges, whatever he is, uh, those guys. It's been a weird offseason for the Patriots, a weird preseason for the Patriots. Miami, there's a lot of expectations. They were very aggressive like the Eagles were in the offseason. They bring in a guy like Tyreek Hill. Uh, Miami's minus three and a half. They've traditionally played very well against New England down there. I don't. They're minus three and a half? Yeah. I, I thought it would have been more. Um, I, think, I think the Dolphins are a better team on paper. Then it gets down to coaching. And you would think that coaching would go um, to the Patriots side because they got Belichick. But I think, you know, even with it being a rookie coach for Dolphins, I think they have a better coaching staff right now than, than Belichick has. You know, Belichick doesn't have the same horses he used to have. So I think at this point they um, they get out coached, especially on the offensive side of the ball, by, um, by the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins beat them and, and beat them handily also. Okay. Yeah, so you think you're looking at a beatdown. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right, Gunner. I'm not putting a lot of stock in Tua just yet. I don't care who he's throwing to. Um, after watching <laughs> him play in a preseason game, after watching him uh, roll out and throw, after watching him stand in the pocket and throw, and his balls were like dying quails, a lot of them. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not sold on Tua just yet. I mean, he's got great weapons. I forget who I forgot who I just teed up for this game. Yeah, I, I, should, I, I forgot for a minute. You yeah. should have just bypassed me. That's all right. Together. That's right. Um, Belichick, I guarantee you, has studied every tendency you can study in this game. I am, I, I'm leaning towards Miami to win this game. I don't think it'll be a route, but I don't think 
Tua's going to have an uh, explosive game against against this uh, Patriots defense. I, this would be a stay away game if I'm looking at it from a handicapping yeah, yeah. standpoint because I I don't like anything about New England's preseason. I don't like yeah, anything with, yeah. about this setup with Patricia and Judge and. I don't like Mac Jones's weapons, but it is still Belichick. And yeah. I, I'm with you, Derek. I'm not sold on Tua until I see it, until I see him being able to hit Tyreek and stride down the field. So yep, yep. it would be a stay away. If I had to lean, I would lean Dolphins. I would definitely lean Dolphins, but I don't like the game necessarily. Mm. All right, Packers-Vikings. Um, tight one here. Packers mm. are in Minnesota. Packers are minus one and a half. I got a couple trends for you guys. Maybe I'm, I'll give them to you earlier than I'll just give you the trends and I'll tell you, I'll give you my picks later, but this is one of my games. Okay. Packers last three games in Minnesota, zero and three against the spread yep, yep. Vikings, 34 points last two games in Minnesota versus green Bay. Yep. Vikings have won five of their last uh, eight straight up. Anyway, that doesn't matter, but Minnesota upset green Bay, two of three, two of last three meetings. So th- there is a history here with these two yep. teams. Uh, I'll start with you, Derek, since this is right in yeah, your, I knew you, you and would. Marvin in your yeah, wheelhouse. I knew you would. Yes. Um, I, as I told you guys uh, this week, Aaron Rodgers, for whatever reason, always has problems playing in Minnesota. Now he's going into Minnesota without his safety blanket, Devontae Adams. He's got a bunch of young kids that he's going to rely on. He's got Toyin coming back. Alan Lazard is a good receiver, but he's not a burner, but he's a 6'5 target, so he might be the new Devontae Adams. Green Bay's defense, they're healthy, which they weren't in the middle of the season last year. I love their secondary. They got three first-round draft picks back there. And, you know, Amos, the safety they got from Chicago, is a, is a very good safety. Uh, they've got some some more speed in the pass rushing department uh, in the draft this year. But Kirk Cousins at home with Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and I do believe Jalen Rager is going to find his niche in that offense. Irv Smith, the tight end. Dalvin Cook running the ball has had good success against Green Bay. Um, I would never admit to, the, to this to my brother, and I'm glad he's back in Arizona right now so he can't <laughs> hear this. Um, I, I think Minnesota – Minnesota wants to send a message. Zadarius Smith wants to send a message. Um, I, I'm leaning towards Minnesota in this game based on the fact what? that Minnesota is wow. out to prove that Green – we're not the second Barrett. field of the Green Bay anymore. Man, I hate what? to do it, but I'm leaning towards Minnesota. See, Barrett, that's the is difference between doubt? me and you. I'm objective all the, the time, armor? not homer. No, I'm never a homer. I look at everything objectively. And as okay. much as I want to see the Packers stick it to Arizona, I mean, stick it to Minnesota so I can text my brother for the next week and have him ignore my texts and phone calls for an entire week, I don't feel good about this game coming out of the all game. Right. I respect it. I respect your th- th- that take there. That that's got to hurt a little. That had to hurt coming. It out. does hurt. It hurts, man. As my grandson likes to say, it, it cracked my heart. It cracked okay. my heart. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, Kansas City against Arizona. The Chiefs go to the desert. Chiefs are minus six. I think Chiefs are being a little disrespected. I don't love their defense, but I think they're being a little bit disrespected with the departure of Tyree Kill. Uh, you guys know how I feel about the Cardinals. I'm not a, I don't like anything about them. But uh, so Chiefs are minus six on the road. Does this feel a little heavy to you guys, or do you think the Chiefs beat them down? Mm. That's that's be a good game, man. Um, you know, I'm just not. I'm 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 out on the Chiefs defense. I, I just don't know what they can do to really help this team out. I mean, yes, the Chiefs can score a lot of points. But whoever's playing against the Chiefs can score a lot of points also. True. 
But I'm, I'm even more out of out on um the Cardinals and and their, you know Murray and how he approaches the game. So I'm just gonna go. You know, I'm, I'm not putting any an, analytics in this or anything. I'm just gonna say the Chiefs beat the Cardinals because I don't like Murray. Okay. Mm. Okay. Just uh, real simple. No. I no, would. That's no. my my logic is more of a bet against the Cardinals yes. than it is pro Chiefs. Right. Yeah. Right. How about you, Gunner? I think I think you're going to have two quarterbacks out there playing playground football. We know both of them have played playground football. I just think because Patrick Mahomes knows how to win big games and win close games down the stretch, I think that's a decisive advantage. I love the Chiefs' uh, run game. Uh, even though they don't have Tyreek Hill, I do like their collection of receivers playing. And uh, Eric Bieniemy, uh Patrick Mahomes' offense, I think I think the Chiefs win this game by double digits, at least 10 points. Ooh. At yeah. least ten points. I I do too, I, yeah. and I think that I don't think the Cardinals get off to the quick start like they did have in years past. Um, right, right. And I don't like them late in the season either. Uh, let's go Raiders Chargers. Great AFC West Ooh. here. Yeah, man. And we're we'll be getting these things every week. It feels like so. The Chargers at home against the Raiders are minus three. Barrett, uh, after you get your drink, I'm starting on you with this one because I know how high you are on the Raiders. So Ooh. Raiders on the road in LA. At SoFi, are uh, are plus three against the Chargers. I mean, you know, I, I love the Raiders. You know, I think the Raiders are going to win. But I, I, still, when I sat back last night and looked at, you know, looked at this Chargers team, and you got Mike Williams, you've got um, Keenan Allen, you know, you, you you've got you know guys that can really play, man. Guys that can stretch the field, like Jalen uh, Guyton, he can stretch the field. So when you have Justin Herbert, Herbert. He's gonna go out there and 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 sling it around a little bit, but I just don't think that um I just don't think you know they're gonna be to beat this 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 forty nine. I mean this um this uh this Raiders team. You know, I mean the Raiders are born. I think there's just more of a uh, of they have more of a solid unit than the Chargers do at this point. Yes, I love what they have it, you know, on defense. You know, Joey Bosa on one side, um, you know. Khalil Mack on the other side, rushing the passer. They just let their starting um, tackle go from from the Raiders. Yeah, uh, the defensive backfield is trade. You know, you know, Duran James is the best safety out there in the league right now. You know, Sante Samuel Jr. They got players that can play. J.C. Jackson. They just got him from New England. Yes. You know? But I just can't. You know, I mean, who's going to stick Renfro? Who's going to go out there and to be able to cover um, Adams? You know. Just those two alone, and then Waller's just you know creeping around in, in, in the middle of that defense. You know he he he's just almost unstoppable. So that, that's why I'm going with um the, the I'm, I'm going with the Raiders. The Raiders win. They cover the spread, and it's gonna be you know it's gonna be the last drive wins the game. I just think the the uh, Raiders Raiders are on the road. road. Okay, interesting, Ooh. interesting. I I, I like oh. the Chargers in this spot at home. Um, I, I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a fun game, man. I think every time these teams get together, it's going to wow. be fun mm-hmm. in this division. I think it's going to be absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Gunnar, what do you think? Justin Herbert threw for 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns last year. He had two 1,000-yard <laughs> receivers and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler is one of the best all-purpose running backs in the game today. You know, we talk. We keep talking about the defense. We just keep talking about Joey Bosa uh, and Khalil Mack, but they they also added you know Kyle Van Noy's over there. Sebastian Joseph Day is a good ball player. Uh, we don't talk about those players. And when I look at the secondary, J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, Nasir Adderley, and Asante Samuel Jr. 
all in the same backfield. That's not a bad secondary back there. No. And they're going to need everybody. They, it's all hands on deck because the Raiders are going to throw the football. When you have Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Darren Walter, you know the Raiders are going to throw the football, and so are the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I just think the Chargers secondary is a little bit better than the Raiders. I'm going to pick the Chargers by – Three points at home in this game. Okay. All right. That's going to be a fun one, man. That's for sure. That's going to be fun. Bucks cowboys This game is oh. in Dallas. Yes. Uh, but the Cowboys are underdogs. The Buccaneers are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. As they should in, be. Yeah. As they should the big be. D, in, in the big D. I guess the big question is going to be, can the offensive line for Tampa Bay hold up? And if so, are we going to see – Tom Brady, the Angels one, if that's the case, just pick Dallas apart. I mean, like I said, he always had he already has the the you know the answers to the test. So we know that aspect. The ball's gonna get out on time, regardless of who's in front of him. I just think, you know, off of the side of the ball, they have enough to 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 mm-hmm. beat anybody. You know, I think Chris Goblin is all the way back. He got Russell Gage. That's an that's great move. just them bringing that's in right. it, it, that's right. underrated, you know, yep. by that team. Julio Jones comes in, he's an old man, but he still got a way to get it done. Mike Evans still one of the the deep threats that you know can go out and catch those 50-50 balls. You know he he had the decided advantage against them. But then what really makes me look at this defense is is they went out and got um, Akeem Hicks from Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's a huge huge yeah, huge pick for him, man. You know I already have Golston. Then the linebackers. You know you got White, David, Barrett. Make a play, man. So I mean I'm going with their defense being able to stop Dallas's offense more so than anything. I like Dallas. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. I, I I loathe saying it, but it feels like a Dallas one to me in this spot. I, I don't have a good feeling about Tampa's line holding up. I think Brady will get it out quick, but I just think Dallas with the home field advantage, I think they're going to take advantage of them. Tampa's defense is nasty. Don't get me wrong, but I think they're going to do enough offensively to win the game. Mm. Gunner, this is a long, so. a long pontification here for this. Tampa Bay has a shutdown type defense. Dallas has an opportunistic defense. Dallas is not a shutdown defense. Tampa Bay has way more weapons than Dallas does. And both of them are playing with patched up offensive lines. So what's the difference in this game? The GOAT versus Dak Prescott? The, I'm telling you, that ball is going to come out of uh, Tom Brady's hand so fast. We're going to be sitting there going, choof, choof, choof. I'm telling you. You know, as much as I love Trayvon Diggs, Trayvon Diggs gives up too many big plays. He'll make a big play, but he gives up way too many big plays. He gets sucked in on that pump fake every time. I know I said earlier in the week, I said, I think Dallas could win this game at home, but if I'm putting my money on the line, I got to take Tampa on the road. I am not about to get sucked in again to the Ozmakers picking a road team by two points because I got sucked into that last (laughs) night. We all got sucked into that last night. Yes, we did. How in the world do you pick Buffalo to go into the home of the defending champions and win their game? Oh, my goodness. They won that game by double digits and dominated in that game. I'm not going to say Tampa Bay is going to dominate Dallas because Dak Dak Prescott is a very efficient quarterback, doesn't turn the ball over a lot. But you're playing against the GOAT, coupled with Tampa Bay's defense versus Dallas's defense. i got to pick Tampa Bay on the road. Okay, okay. Uh, I want to hit a couple of NFC East games, and then we'll do Monday night. How about the Jags and the Commanders? Oh, that line is just—it's just, it's just oh. two and a half. It's Washington minus two and a half. It's a short line. I don't understand that. I don't understand well, that. You right know? for a team that was terrible last year yes. in Jacksonville. 
And a new coaching staff, new coaches, yep. new system, new culture. I, it's just hard for me to say that, you know, I mean, because that culture is it's going to be hard for them to get that out of Jacksonville. Jacksonville just has a losing culture, and it's still got a lot of guys from that previous regime that are still in that locker room. So even with Doug, I, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say, I think Washington goes out of there with I me. Mean, you know, they're going to win. Um, they're they're gonna. I mean, by one point they're gonna cover the spread. Oh, yeah, by one point. Mm. Derek, oh man, let's see. Trevor Lawrence is now throwing to Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones Jr., Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. If this might be the only game Evan Ingram is healthy, this dude gets hurt every year. This is a significant <laughs> amount of time. You know, so this might be the only game we see Evan Ingram for a long time. Uh, they also Jacksonville spent some money on their defense to get the defense right. Um, I don't want to pick a Carson Wentz coach team, but Washington's defensive front is going to get after Trevor Lawrence. Um, and because Carson Wentz is on this, I'm not that bad guy. People think I am mentality. I, I know Doug Peterson wants to get back at Carson Wentz in the worst way. I have to pick Washington at home at this one. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I like the Jags. I'm leaning towards the Jags. Oh, yep. I think oh. they I think they pull the upset win the game outright. Wow. Um, yeah, little Doug P revenge against Carson. Uh Giants Titans. Titans are minus five and a half. This mm. game's in Tennessee. And uh I will just tell you this. I think the Titans roll. I think I don't think it's gonna be a super high scoring yeah. game, but I think yeah. the Titans just take care of business. And uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Derek Henry be probably be sitting on the sideline by halftime, just to, yeah. just to let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> it sums it up. Yeah, it sums that up. Yeah, I, I think I think I think Tennessee's just too physical for the Giants. Yeah, especially a Giants team that is hurting along the offensive line. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I'm I'm curious to see what game plan Brian Dable devises because he's known for being a master of deception with his offensive plays and misdirection plays and a lot of motion and all that stuff. Mm. But when push comes to shove. I don't think Dabo right now has the, the quarterback to deliver the goods. I believe they have the pass catchers, but I don't believe they have the quarterback to deliver the goods against a rugged Tennessee defense. I'm going to take Tennessee at home in this one. Yeah, he's got his work cut out for him this year, does yeah. Brian Dabo. Yeah. Josh Allen ain't walking through those doors anytime soon. No. <laughs> no. Uh, let's go Monday night. Uh, let's go Denver-Seattle. And, mm. you know, we know what the, the big hype around this game is. It's Russell Wilson. Taking on his old team back at the old place. Well, I, uh, I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear what uh, D Gun D Gun talking. Or was it you or D Gun saying that? No, that was me. Seattle. No, I don't no, no, no. You, no. you got to explain this to me. Wait, wait, wait. Not I did, this to we, me. I, I, did, look, I don't like Seattle. <laughs> I did. I did not say. I did not say. I think Seattle could win this game. We were talking oh, okay. about. We okay. were talking about the possibility of games that could make you say "Wow" at the end of the game. That's right. That's right. That's okay, right. That's, that's different. Right. That's right. Now, yeah, I will that's say a huge difference right that's there. That's a big difference. So don't be putting words <laughs> in my mouth, B. Brooks. Keep it like Donovan McNabb said. Keep my name out your mouth, B. Brooks. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So th this is a six and a half yeah. point line for the road uh, team. Uh, Denver is minus six and a half. You know, look, I get the sentimentality. Maybe, maybe as much as Wilson saying, "Oh, we're just focused on football." Come on, man. Like you, you didn't spend that many years there when a Super Bowl, and it's not going to be some kind of emotional game for you. Of course it is. That said, I don't think it's going to mess him up. I, I think maybe he'll press a little bit early, but eventually cream rises to the top. I think Denver spanks them. 
You know, you know, Russell Wilson's line, this is not just a football game, especially when he came out and said, wasn't it yesterday when he came out and said, yeah, Seattle tried to trade me before. Yes. So, you know, he's seething. <laughs> he did he's say seething that. about this. Yeah. So initially the story comes out that in 2019, there was friction between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson comes out yesterday and says, oh, yeah, they tried to trade me before. So, you know, he's seething now. He couldn't wait to get out of there. So he's seething right now. I think. This, what is it, six or six and a half point spread? Six and a half. I think it's too low, even though it's the first game. I thought it would be more like nine or ten. With all the weapons Denver has in there, Seattle's at rebuilding mode. Pete Carroll's on a hot seat. They have a re- revolving door quarterback situation. They do have some great pass catchers. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. Denver has a pretty good secondary to match up against them. But I just think there's too much firepower in Denver that Seattle cannot match. I think Denver wins this game by double digits. I don't like Seattle's quarterback situation at all. Um, I don't like. There's I believe in Geno Smith. <laughs> I mean, that defense has been gutted uh, from from uh, what it was. Legion of Boom is long gone. Uh, I just, I feel, they feel like a team that's that's playing for draft picks already. How how sad is that as a fan base? Yeah, even before yeah. the season starts, that you feel that way. It's got to What are you talking about? We just felt that like two years ago. Yeah. True. Well, we're experts at feeling that way since the Sixers and some of the other things. Philly's 11 years out of the uh, playoffs. The Flyers last year, so we, we know how it feels. Um, yeah, so they're, they're the they're the biggies week one. It's a strong card. We've gone over this before. It's a really good, really good card, man, uh, for week one. Let's step aside. Let's come back, do a little open talk. We'll give picks. We'll give Eagles predictions. We'll do some birthdays, all kinds of stuff in store. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. The faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. 
With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Eagles and Lions kick off from Motown. All right, welcome back in, everybody. So a couple things. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, you may have seen, was on the injured uh, report yesterday. It really wasn't anything major. People saw ankle and they freaked out. It was a cut. He got got cut by a a spike on on the ankle, but he's good to go. Uh, Matt Rule said he had to put it in there because that's what you have to do now. You got to inform everybody of what's happening. Dak Prescott, did you see this one? So he he got a new pair of spikes. And the ankle flared up yeah, on him. Yeah. And he said, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. I'm going back to my Jordan 1s that he was wearing, and I'll be fine. <laughs> and y- Yoki agrees. Okay. Yeah. Y- Yoki agrees. Uh, Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's um, – you know, we'll see. Like, the, Dallas – we didn't see Dak in the, in the preseason, so it was very Eagles-esque. We'll see if his uh, if those legs can hold up for uh, for Dak for sure in that game. Derek, you mentioned this a little bit earlier. Russell Wilson basically came clean and said they tried to trade me before. Yep. Uh, did Seattle when he was there, and, and cool. I don't think that's a big shock. I mean, I think he would have probably been on board with the right one, the right kind of move. You know, um, I, 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 to be honest with you, I think in a perfect world, Russell would like to have finished his career in Seattle. Yeah, I really do. I mean, that fan base is incredible. The stadium is one of the loudest in the NFL. That one in Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Those two stadiums, when you leave a game there, your ears are still ringing the next day. Right. So it's a great football fan base there. I don't think Russell wanted to go, but I just think it got to a point where him and Carol butted heads to the point. Somebody had to go, and the organization decided uh, to keep the head coach and get rid of the quarterback. And I think that left Russell Wilson seething in a lot of ways about the way he – exited Seattle after what he did for that organization. Right. No, absolutely. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, but just to throw it out there again, to reiterate, uh, they have re- the Eagles have restructured Isaac Sayamalu's deal basically gets them in, in the like $9 million uh, cap space range for this season, if they would like to do anything. So we'll, we'll see what that ends up meaning. I think it's just a great way to give yourself some leverage. If you have to make a move in season, I real I don't think we're going to see anything all of a sudden, now, unless something happens, and you hope that's not the case, obviously, in injury or whatnot, but I, right. I don't see that happening, uh, right. at least right now. They uh, always go in right at about $9, 10000000 million worth mm-hmm. of cap space when they go into the season. You know, it's yeah. just 
you know, it just gives them a little leeway. You know, somebody goes down, they have a little leeway to bring somebody in. So absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I'll give you out a couple picks that I like. Uh, you guys kind of know from what we just did, but I like the Vikings plus the one and a half uh, against the Packers. Sorry, Derek. Uh, I like the Titans to, uh, to take care of business against the Giants minus the points five and a half, depending on where you shop, but it's uh it's right around that range. <laughs> and I like the Steelers getting six and a half over the uh, against the Bengals. It may uh, they may not win outright, but I could see them losing by three or six somewhere in that range. Yeah. I'll give you a like, don't love. I'm just sprinkle it in there. Uh, Jaguars plus the two and a half over the Commanders over the Commies. Wow, so that, could, that could be that could be one okay. to watch. All okay. right, so I'll just throw, throw you a little four spot right there uh, of what I'm what I'm looking at. We'll give you Eagles predictions in a minute. Let's do some birthdays, guys. Uh, not bad, really. Mm. Actually, not a bad list today. Adam Sandler's 56 years old. Yep. Did you guys watch Hustle? Have we talked about that? Yeah, we did. I did not watch it. I still have not watched it. I liked Barrett. I liked that a lot. I thought it was yeah, really good. Yeah, I watched half of it, but then I became uh, uninterested. So. Oh, so you didn't like it. Okay. No, I'm not, I, 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 I liked it. Oh. But I got some other, so much other stuff going on. Yeah, I got sidetracked on. So I, I still got to go back and finish it all. Okay. I still it's good, it man. It's, it's, it's shot in Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a Sixers scout who then becomes an executive, and there's a lot of cameos. You know, like Doc Rivers, a Ruther, of, yeah. ton of cameos in the in in the movie. Uh, right. Tobias Harris has some talking parts. You know, whatever. But there, so there's a. It's a good movie. He he. I think it's done very well. Yep. I really do. I yep. think it's very well done by Adam Sandler. Uh, all right. So he's 56. Hugh Grant is 62. Yep. Uh, the British actor uh, for Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, which is a good movie. Uh, yep. I, I, you know, but uh, he's he's done and he's done way more than that. I'm just giving you a couple. Uh, that's Hugh Grant, uh, Michael Bublé, Barrett's favorite. Oh yeah, I it, love Michael Bublé. Played the uh, Wells Fargo not all that long ago. He's 46, and I heard traffic was uh, was great that night. Yeah, right, exactly. That's that's what you. That's what it was. Bad, bad. I'm trying to get out of there, man. It was crazy. It took me 30 minutes to get out of there, man. <laughs> uh, Michelle Williams, who was married to Heath Ledger, actress, 42 years old uh, for Michelle. Derek, you'll appreciate this one. Yeah. Colonel Sanders. Hey, man. I'm one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> Born in 1890, the old colonel. Yeah. You know, he was 90 years old when he died in 1980. Oh, my God. What? He, he was 90 long? years old. God bless him, wow, man. Wow. Yeah. Had the, yeah, uh, the white goatee. He, he 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 stole he stole the recipe from this black lady. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, did. didn't he, didn't he, didn't he pair? Give her credit. Nope. But no, you know what? There's that a lot of that going on in those days. I'm not yeah. surprised. But back surprised. but back in the day, that's when you had chicken before they started adding all these preservatives to it. That's why it probably prolonged his life. You know, up to the <laughs> <laughs> eating his own product and all, yeah. all these dang preservatives and meats nowadays, man. You don't know what you eat nowadays. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, all right, I'll give you an all-time great that we lost way too young. Otis Redding oh, died in a, a plane crash. Uh, mm. He was born in 1941, but man, what 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 would have happened? What would have been had he stayed? Had he lived? I still uh, sing sitting on the dock of the bay. One of the all-timers, yes. I, and I believe that came out at, and posthumously, like he was already gone. I think when that came out, I believe you are correct, sir. Yeah, well, who's his name again? What was his name? Otis, Otis Redding. Redding. Oh, Otis Redding. Yeah, right. Otis, yeah, yeah, one of the one of the greats. Um, who, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Henry Smith, who, uh, Henry Thomas, excuse me. Henry Thomas played, uh, the little kid in ET. Yep. Elliot. He was Elliot in ET. My man's 51. 
That's how long wow. ago E.T. was. Wow. E.T. Wow. was 40 years ago that that was released. Joe Theismann wow. is 73 years old. Oh, man, the, I still uh, see that Joe play when he broke his too. leg. Oh, man. It's the I nastiest. Wasn't that yeah. Lawrence Taylor that got him? It was. Yep. Oh. Yep. And they and kept it, showing it over and over and over again. As soon as he, heard, yeah. he heard the leg snap. He got up and he was going like this to the Washington bench. Yep. And then you see his white sock is all red. And I'm like, come on, man. And they kept showing a slow motion over and over. Watch it again. You can see the leg snap. And I'm thinking, stop showing this, please. Yeah. And he he couldn't come. He, that was it. His career ended that night. He couldn't come back from it. It was so bad. Yeah. You know, mm. shame. Uh, Dick LeBeau, the long LeBeau. time yes. coach. Yes. Barrett, you, you're you very familiar. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, he's 80, 80 years old. 80, he's 85, and he looks like he's like, you know, 56. The guy's still, ridiculous. Still one of the best storytellers. Yeah, I've ever met. Yeah, some of the stories you should tell me when yeah. he was playing, when he was in D- Detroit playing. Yeah, he was a D back right back yeah, in the day. That's right, and then yeah. you know, a bunch of his um, Steelers stories. Great, great, great storyteller, and one of the best defensive minds ever. To the point he was still in demand when he was approaching eighty years old. He was know. still defensive assistant. He wasn't with the Steelers. I forgot who he moved on to Tennessee. Yeah. He was still in demand at close to eighty years old. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You were right on about that one. Um. Who else did that? Uh, Leo Tolstoy, the the author, was born uh-huh. in eighteen twenty eight. One of one of Rob's favorites, Russian author. Yes, Tolstoy. Uh, that's all I got. You got any Gunner? Oh, J.R. Smith is thirty seven. J.R. Smith. Uh, let's see here. Who did you miss? Uh, Afro Jack. Afro Jack. You missed okay. Afro Jack. Now, Rob, you might not know about this one. Lauren Lauren Daigle is one of the hottest Christian music singers out there. Okay. She's uh she's big on the Christian music scene. It's her birthday today. Rachel Hunter. Model, actress. Used to be married to Rod Stewart. Uh, Bob Stoops. Oh, Bob Stoops. Coach Stoops. Bob yeah. Stoops. And I saved this one for last in deliberately. Do you does the name Frank Lucas ring a bell to you? Yes. Who is oh, Frank? American who is Frank Lucas? Yes. 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 Well, you know, and, and Denzel and Russell Crowe played those uh, roles to a team. One of the best Excellent. movies I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you haven't, check it out. If you have the not fact seen that it. this dude owned the city of New York, running drugs and heroin, and Russell Crowe. Chicago, and wasn't that was Chicago, wasn't it? I thought it was New York. Yeah, I think it was New York, big. I think yeah, it was New York. It was New York. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the way Russell Crowe and the crew went after him, he persi- you know persisted him like a hound dog after raw meat. Great movie, American Gangster. If you've never seen it, watch it. Right, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Uh, excuse me on that. Uh, Bryce Harper not in the lineup tonight, guys. I think he's may- maybe giving him a night off, I hope. That's all it is. It's which only is, Washington. It's only which Washington. wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to, because I just feel like he he it may have been a little, little too much too soon. But, yeah, so the lineup is Schwarber and left, Hoskins at first, Bohm is DHing, Relmuto's cleaning up, Segura at second, Stott at short, Veerling in center, Edmundo Sosa, who was on fire for those for a couple of games, yeah. is in right. The kid they just brought up, Dylan Guthrie, uh, is in right field, and then Syndergaard's on the mound. So no Harper tonight. Uh, Rob, I'm, I'm, they, I'm not Rob, concerned. I think it's no. just to give, they, give him a rest. They could put me, you, and Barrett in the Phillies lineup, and we'd still beat Washington. I, I would <laughs> that's how bad that's how bad Washington they is are right now. Minor league team, man. Well, why would you say that? I mean, I think I hold myself pretty good. No, no one. Barrett, you're not running bases. No, no. Uh, I don't even know if you could lay down a bunt properly. To be honest, I could. I could. Man, I was a pretty good baseball player back in the day. Were you? Okay. Back in the day, yeah. Right. yeah. Actually, I actually played second base too. Okay. All He's right. an athlete. Uh, yeah, we know I, I that. Much, that's base. for sure. I just couldn't. You know, I. I just couldn't 
stop eating Big Macs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. White yeah. Castle. White Castle. Uh, yeah, yeah. White Castle. Yeah. All right. So two. Oh, I only have two movies uh, from today. Yeah. One is Sully, which is about the you know Sullenberger, the 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 incredible the pilot. pilot. Oh, yeah. Just insane. Yeah. Uh, played by Tom Hanks. One of one of the alt. You, you talk about clutch in sports. That's one of the all time clutch moments in life. That no that question. guy landed that plane and nobody nobody perished. No, yep. nobody died. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, in New York, nonetheless, <laughs> New York City. Hey, Richie don't Max say that, man. Don't say Max that. Says Nationals win two out of three. Gunner each crow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should be laughing because they've lost the last. Yeah, they've struggled the last three series against. Sub 500 teams. So. Correct. Stranger things have happened. Uh, Running on Empty, which is a very good movie from the late 80s with River Phoenix, uh, who is excellent in it. He's another guy we lost too young. Um, but if you ever, ever get a chance, it's it, look, it's not uh, an action-filled movie, but it's not a bad movie either. He's in it with right. Judd Hirsch and a, a couple yep. other people. It's a very good movie. Uh, I, that's all I got movie-wise. It wasn't a great movie day. Yeah, that's, it. All that's right. it. I'm done. Yep. All right, so let's go into game predictions here, guys. So I'm going to check the latest odds for the Eagles. We went through a bunch of other games earlier and, and kind of gave you out some plays and some picks and what we're looking at. So the Eagles line has stayed pretty firm at 4.5, okay? It's 4.5, 48.5 against the Lions. So let's go kind of around the horn here. Um, I'll start with you, Barrett, on this one. Tell me what you think the final score is. Give me your player of the game as well in the game. Um, I think the score is going to be 32-10. Eagles win. Jalen Hurts throws for 320 yards. They Whoa. run. Yeah, they run for 120. No, they, they, they run for 150. They run for 150. He triples his his, his passing output oh. because they're going to try to stop the run. He triples the passing output, and then they run the ball still for over 150 yards. I did not expect a 300-yard mm. passing uh, prediction. Okay. Yes. All right. Gunner? I like 31-17, and the only reason uh, I give Detroit 17 points is because the Eagles will have called up the dogs by then, and Detroit will rally to get two meaningless scores. As far as player of the game, whoo, man. I'm going to go with uh, Devonta Smith. I think Devonta is going to feed on this secondary. Um, and because I think Detroit is going to be concerned with two things defensively, making a concerted effort to stop the run and try to take A.J. Brown out of the game, that's going to allow Devonta to get a lot of one-on-one -on -one looks. I think Devonta is going to have a big game for, for the Eagles on Sunday. All right, I'll, uh, I'll I'll start with it. I, I like I told you guys, I thought it was going to be really close, and I've kind of moved off of that a little bit. I think the Eagles win. I think they cover the spread. Um, I, I, I want I, you know what I think is going to happen. It was a big issue with them last year. They didn't have a lot of forty plus plays. I think they have two in this game of forty plus. Mm. I think Detroit's going to load the box early, which could allow you to, to be able to make do some damage there. So mm -hmm. I think I think you could see that. I think maybe one from Devonte. The other one. It will be from Dallas Goddard. Uh, mm. I, I I agree with you guys. I think they're going to do everything they can to take AJ Brown out of it. I think it's going to be stop the run and AJ Brown, and the other guys are, are going to are really, you know, be able to take advantage of that on their own. So I think they're going to do well. I'm going to go defensive line gets five sacks. Whoa. Oh, that's pretty. Five that's that's very sacks. feasible. Yeah, had six last year. Yeah, yeah. one from Reddick. 
Uh, one from Jordan Davis, and everybody's going to lose their mind when he gets a sack. Uh, I think that's going to happen. I think Fletcher gets one. I think BG goes back to Detroit and gets one. What am I up to? Four? Um, Josh Sweat. I like Josh Sweat. I will go with Josh Sweat. Okay. I think he get. I think they will. They will get to the quarterback. I think Goff is not a guy who is going to respond well to the kind of pressure that they're going to bring. So I think they will be able to get to him. I think they're going to have a couple forty plus yard plays. I'm going to go. I'm not going to go quite. I'm going to say it's going to be a uh, twenty-eight thirteen. The Eagles win. Mm. I think we'll go under the total, but the Eagles will cover the game and win the game. And I think we'll all kind of come away from it saying okay the, the good thing is we know they can run because they still ran effectively right but you're going to feel good about the passing game when we come away from this game i think you're gonna i think it's gonna be one of those games where hurts numbers uh are going to be good i don't think they're going to be quite as high as barrett but i think they're going to be good and i think you're just going to come away saying he was in command in that game like he 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 absolutely had it but i think the key big time is the beginning of the game detroit's yeah. going to throw the kitchen sink at you early and you got to be able to withstand if you withstand early, by the second quarter, everything's going to go like this. It's just going to calm yep. down. Yep. And then the Eagles will start to, to show that that's where the better team starts to, I think, you know, gain some separation. And mm. I think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a fun game, though. I think, I think Eagles fans are going to be excited. What's the uh, – so, for, uh, Derek, I know you will be doing the pre- and post-game show. For Promotion Jacob. Casino. Yep. Yes. Ocean uh, pre casino. will be yourself yeah. and uh, and Seth and Mark Barzetta. The post will be yourself, yep. Mike Bicinelli, yep. Seth and Devin Caney. Yep. Barrett, I know you will be doing the, the pre and post as well uh, on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Yep. Um, and you will be. And, hey, and Jaws. Adding oh, and Jaws. Ron Jaworski. Yep. Right. In that item now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Should be should be fun, and I'll be I'll be doing the uh, the post game as well for uh, WIP. Yeah. yeah. So um, so that I think that's going to be the, the the biggie. Um, the Monday night game is the Seattle Denver game, and then the Sunday night is the Bucks and the Cowboys. So mm -hmm. look, they didn't disappoint with the way it started. I know the game yep. wasn't as close as maybe some people uh, you know were thinking it was going to be, but the way Buffalo played, I'll tell you the other thing, man. You got to. If you're the Rams, I, I think they're going to be okay, but you're licking your wounds a little bit after that one. Yeah, that was at your place yeah, the you way got they got punk. they got yeah, taken yeah. care of. Yeah. And you you hoisted that trophy in front of the home fans. Yeah. You know, and you went out there and got punked. Well, and your best play, I, I'll take Cup out of it, maybe, but your best player, Stafford, played poorly. Jalen Ramsey played poorly. You know, your defensive line didn't wasn't able to do anything either, man. So that was uh that was one of those games for sure. Barrett, I know you have a, a college game this weekend. You got the Temple Owls against Lafayette, correct? Yep. Temple Lafayette. And then um, you know what? I, I'm 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 trying to see what the over-under is on um Seth and Mike Mike Missinelli on the postgame show. Them two fights. It's gonna you know what it's gonna look like? You see the picture behind me of Larry Bird and Dr. J. <laughs> <laughs> Very well could be and I'm gonna and I'm gonna enjoy every bit of it. Yes. Should be a lot of fun, man. Oh, and don't uh, forget, uh, Gun on One podcast moving over to Jacobs Sports Media starting next week. Nice. Uh, I'm excited about the fact that uh, Jacob has allowed me to uh, join the uh, Jacob Media Posse. Awesome. And uh, as you guys know, going into season three with Gun on One, great guests lined up for the season. So uh, looking Love forward it. to it. Crush it, D-Gun. I know you will. Uh, yep. All right. So I want to thank Xander Kraus, our producer. I want to thank everybody in the chat room. Uh, it's been an awesome week. And guess what? Monday, we get to talk about an actual game. Next time I talk to you guys, we'll be talking about a real game. 
Can't wait. wait. Don't go anywhere. You have the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. Listen, everybody, have a great, safe weekend, and we will see you Monday at noon Eastern. For Derek Barrett, I am Rob. Have a great weekend, everybody. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.